What is up, everybody? Hello. Yo, what's up? <laughs> it has been such a long time since we've seen all you fine folks. Oh my gosh, Sorry, Laura, hello. Man. Shelby, Shelby's Shelby. been in the Shelby's been in the mix for a, for a hot minute. Anna, wow. hello, hello. Hey, what's happening, everybody? This is, this is good to have everybody. Uh, good oh to be gosh. back together. It's, gosh, man, it's <laughs> been it's been a minute, and most of it's been my fault. So you, you know, know, two or three minutes. It's been a few. It's been a well, few. You know, we you know a few weeks ago we had uh, Tanya. What's going on, or Tanya? Uh, we had the Minneapolis trip that kind of got in the way a little bit of, of some things and whatnot, and just trying to you know deal with that. And um, <laughs> it was a lot too. <laughs> it was just a lot. It was so much freaking going on. And then uh, we came back, but we I decided to do the uh, unboxing because I had to do the unboxing for that uh, amazing video box set that's over there in the corner. Right. And then uh, so we had to do that. Lenny, what's up, my man? Lenny, oh, Lenny. Lenny, what's happening? Lenny's just been all over. I, Lenny's just Lenny. living the single life. He just goes to like concerts and events. It's like I live through. I live through I, Lenny, man. I'm sorry. You. Lenny is the man, the myth, and the legend. And, and the all, fact all, that. The fact that he's here, I have to do this. I just I have to. So here we go. Here we go. Man. <laughs> Keep that in. I don't know. Such a good shot. It is. It's, it's amazing. I need to use that as my uh, my screensaver uh, for sure. Uh, Kim, hey, how you doing? Catherine, hello, hello, hello. Uh, yeah, so we're in the middle of a pre-show. So if you've never joined us for a show before, then um, this – we're this has kind of become a little bit of a free-for-all but we're still going to be having some special guests that are going to come in tonight so still be prepared to have a good time we're going to have a really really good time tonight uh so because we just we had to patricia yeah. hello patricia judy. judy what's up caroline caroline is it caroline or caroline caroline <laughs> sweet caroline um, wow, two different songs, but that's cool. It doesn't matter. It's got your name in it. I know any Caroline. song with your name in it has got. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I knew where you were going. I know you just had to we're, whiten we're it up the, a little. <laughs> we're in the ATL now. Come on, that's right. <laughs> you know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, Sweet Caroline. I guess it. So it's both Caroline. It's it's you know Caroline and Caroline. Yeah, Either there you one, go. Same thing. It's just. It's just delivered differently. Uh, but yes, tonight we were going to be, well, we're still in the pre-show, so I don't really want to go get too much into it, but I guess we can kind of preface this a little bit. We will have some special guests that will be joining us tonight. Uh, but tonight we were going to be talking about uh, NPG and the future of NPG. We wanted to talk a little bit about you know some of the things that they had going on. We also wanted to talk a little bit about um, you know where that new album is at what some of the touring stuff they have going on i know they're planning to go overseas uh to do a tour i knew we were going to be talking about all that and we were going to talk about the celebration and whatnot so we we were going to be talking about a lot of different things uh but then uh tony had a last minute work emergency that that he had to go through and so we're, we're going to reschedule that part of the show but again we're still going to be tapping on little tidbits of NPG goodness uh, for you just because you're here. So it is, it, it is, it is. It's, it's it still going to be a good night. And we're going to be talking about celebration stuff too. We're going to be talking. Uh, we're going to, we uh, brought. We're bringing in some uh, guests that you guys may know from the Purple Family and um, as far as like the folks in the audience um, that are very very 
well entrenched in all the matters of estate and the family and everything is going on. So we're mm-hmm. going to be talking about the celebration tonight. That's going to end up being the core focus of tonight's show is to talk about some of the things that are going on with Paisley Park and what we might be able to expect expect, expect. once the family comes in. Luckily, this is a pre-show. I can cut that out. We'll be doing the show here in about two minutes. We'll be going to the actual live show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to make sure that you guys were... Uh, aware that we're going to be having a good time tonight. There's going to be a lot of folks in and out of the, they're going to be coming in, knocking in the door, just dropping in, just to say, it's a bit like Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, <laughs> just, so, you know, just coming in to get some meat. <laughs> yeah. You, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you just never know. Uh, so. <laughs> anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Latoya, what's going on? Carrie, what's going on? Who did who we meet? Uh, yeah, Caroline, yes, it was also great meeting you too. Krista, Dawn's back in the house. What's going on, man? It's just, uh, yeah, all you fine folks all over the place. Uh, Patricia Ruffin's in the house. Hello, nice. Hello. Yes, nice. So it's, so it's nice with all you fine folks. And, uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. And, uh, yeah, so we're going to have a lot of fun. It's so, going to be good. I, I gotta say, um, I, I'll, I'll say it in the pre-show. I won't say it to the to the regular show. Don't don't take this wrong, but uh, um, sadly, I had to. Um, I had a, a bad thing happen, and I'm going to talk about it because it meant a lot to me at the uh, celebration. Uh, I lost. I, I mean, you know me. I got I got a match. I got to have the right. I got a jewelry or whatever, and I lost something. And so I felt like it was a. It feel like it was a family member. I feel like I lost a member of my family. It was one of my earrings. The it Gibson was, earring? It was my Fender earring. Oh, Fender. That, it looks, you know, they're my guitar picks, and <laughs> I love them, and I lost one, and I sad. I was very, very, very sad, and I still this today have sad, and I, I want to have a, you know, a wake, you know, some sort of gathering or something over it, but it's too much. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just say this. If you were at the celebration in Minneapolis uh, at the beginning of this month, and you happen to be over by the ping pong tables or somewhere around the celebration area, and you happen to have found the other matching part of the the earring. If you have to find the other earring, it, it belongs to Jeff. And if you don't really have like a big connection to it, or maybe you want to hold on to it and say, "Oh, this this is this is Jeff." Page uh, owns yeah. this. Yes, it, 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 yeah, it is a it, Fender. So. It is a yeah. guitar pick earring. Yes, so. it meant a lot to me. All right, so it is actually uh, past time here for to start the show, so we're going to go ahead and get into the show. So I'll do my little normal hand signal that I do for editing purposes, although I never edit it out. I just kind of just leave it in, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to do it anyways because I'm a creature of habit. <laughs> Hello, one and all. Welcome to Funkatopia Live. Yeah, Mr. Christopher with my illustrious co-host, Mr. Jeff Page. <laughs> WTF. <laughs> Welcome to Funkatopia. Oh my gosh. It's, uh, yeah. So we actually had a uh, fantastic night plan, and we still have a fantastic night plan. Even when you pull away a major, major piece of what we were going to be doing tonight, it doesn't matter because we're like awesome times two. So if you take away one awesome, it's still awesome. It's still awesome. Twice yeah. is awesome. Yeah. So tonight we were we were going to be, um, you know, we have we had an MBG MPG core focus part of the show that we were going to be doing this evening, uh, with some members of the MPG in the house, and we were going to be um, talking a little bit about 
just touring and, and whatnot, as I kind of mentioned in the pre-show. Uh, but uh, we're just we were talking about the future of MPG, but we're not going to be doing that tonight. We're going to be doing that at another time. It's mm-hmm. fine. So tonight's focus is actually going to be on uh, the celebration. Once again, we're going to be talking a little bit about. Um, now we've talked about the celebration. We did a little bit of feedback and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that I don't think that we really talked enough about was the phenomenal show Man. that. <laughs> NPG and the Game Boys in particular put on right. and, and 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 the fact that you said that the if you if you saw the show you felt the energy every time the game when the Game Boys were doing their thing you were feeling it you you, you did yeah. you just you just did it, it absolutely <laughs> when 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 the Game Boys were on the stage it was like you were transported back into the 90s it was just all 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 the moves and the hip-hop and uh as i mentioned even though the show kind of got a little bit derailed tonight i still have one uh i still have a surprise for you for for the the uh this particular portion with a very good friend of mine who um you know a, a man I, I've known for a good bit of time. I still have yet to sit down and have dinner with this man, but I'm gonna. I, I promise you, I'm going to make it up to him. I'm going to take him to wherever he wants to go. It's my brother from another mother. Here's surprise number one tonight. Uh, my good, good friend, the one, the only, Damon D is in the house. <laughs> What's up? What's happening, man? Man, it is it it, it 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 is such a it's such an honor to have you on board, man. I, I got I got to tell you because I, I wanted to say, in, in regards to, um, uh, are you hearing a little bit of an echo, Jeff? Yeah, you might have the volume up. Yeah. On oh, it's, it's it's Damon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm hearing an echo too. <laughs> All right, I don't know if it's um I don't know if it's an echo thing on the echo setting or whatever, maybe. But you're on. Are you on? You're on headphones, right? Yeah, actually, I got I got on some uh, iPad earpod, but I could put on my Beats though. <laughs> uh, I mean, either one. If anybody's listening through speaker or whatever, I don't know uh, Jeff. I know you're not. We probably are, but uh, yeah, we get a little bit of echo. But I, what I wanted to say while while you're kind of working through all that, um, is man, when you were on stage, I, I got to tell you, you are just absolutely. You just fire me. It's just just a ball of energy that is just unmatched. I, I I don't I don't understand how you do it, brother. I I I don't get it. I don't understand how you exactly. I, you you are just nothing but just fire, just pure unadulterated fire. Now now, now, now look, man, look. Well, you ain't no spring chicken, all right. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, so now you want to go. But the point is, that now, right? but the yeah, point okay. is, you still brought it. You right, still. Jeff, no, 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 hold on, hold on, Chris. Let me, let me, let me holler at Jeff over here. For okay, all right. Uh, I may not be a spring chicken, true, but I've blossomed into a swan. Yeah. <laughs> and anytime you want to step to it and try to see if you can hang with me, we can do that too. No. All right, because I ain't scared. I ain't scared. <laughs> hey, can't touch that. Did it it it. Oh, 
Oh my God! Wow. <laughs> I, I'm just glad that you came out of retirement to do this. <laughs> now hold on, Jeff. Let me let me address Christopher over here now. Uh, listen, where that rumor came from, and, and Chris, I'm getting on you because I know you know who said it or where it came from. But you don't want to fess up because you kind of keep that confidential thing going on yeah. that you yep. got going on. But trust yep. me. I was never retired. <laughs> never retired. Uh, I, I knew that would get you. I knew that would get you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I mean, there was a, a, a segment, I think it was like, it seemed like it was about five minutes long where it was like nothing but just you and you were the central focal right. point of that, of that, that whole setup. And you were just dancing and dancing and dancing Man. and dancing. And I was just like, he's got to be tired. Yeah, it's oh, just that's a lot. I, you must have been thinking of the uh, willing and able. Yeah, I mean, the, the, everything that you, every time you were on, it's I, you just have this amazing light and energy yeah. and yeah. positivity to you that it just beams from you every single time that you are on stage. Absolutely, and and I, I, I honestly, I, I feel like you just been, you know, you you are just touched with with talent and light and and man it was it's so good to see you back doing your thing and uh man you guys were unreal such a great man um you know i mean it's been a minute since i've been on stage and and when that whole thing came about um through my brother kurt um who uh came up with the idea and the concept of what was going to happen for that so uh kudos to him man um you know, for those who don't know at this moment, if you haven't heard, Kirk was the reason that all of this went down in the first place. Uh, I can't say enough about what he did to bring all of the musicians together, mm -hmm. to the, the engineers, uh, the time spent um, in the studio, making sure that all the music was going to sync up with, with what the band was going to be playing. Um, making sure everybody knew what they were supposed to be doing at what time, what was coming up next. Um, just his whole process that he did um, just showed exactly who he is, what he's always been doing um, for many years. You know, um, Kirk's a phenomenal uh, musician, first of all, producer, yep. writer, um, you name it, um, choreograph and stuff as well. I mean, we all pitched in but you know we all had a part in all that stuff and um what he did to bring everybody together to piece, piece this thing together and make it happen oh man just i can go on for days to tell you the things that he has did um to do that so um like i said if you don't know now you do kirk's a, a phenomenal guy and yeah you know, we put a lot of work in. I mean, even before the celebration even got there, the rehearsal times, and um, I believe me and Kurt got together maybe a couple months before that to start piecing everything together choreography-wise for it. And, you know, he had already been uh, in the studios making sure that he's getting everything for everybody else, the right. guitar player, the bass player, the drummer, keyboard players, horn players, you know, all that stuff that they were going to have in there, we made sure they knew where they were supposed to be right. at what time. And, and it was just precise. And 
just him seeing him operate and engineer all this stuff was just incredible and you know he put a lot into it yeah how long did you guys have to have to practice to you know to to get all that i, I imagine at least a couple of weeks of just hardcore well if i'm gonna be honest um as far as the choreography me and, like i said me and kirk went back uh about a couple months um well, about a month, I'll say a month and a half um, with getting the choreography together and also thanks to his uh, daughter, my niece, uh, Kayla, who came in to help us uh, view the video for everything and make sure that we knew exactly what we were trying to do, what we may have missed or seen or, you know, things that we could use. Then we're all a little older. <clears throat> we're not no spring chicken, <laughs> a.k.a. Yeah. Um, we had to change some things where we weren't, you know, cause if you saw that video, if you knew what that show was back then, we did a lot of, you know, acrobatic type stuff back right. in them days. And, you know, just everybody, we, we not there, you know, we're not, we're not young and we're not diving and jumping over everything anymore. So uh, we improvised on some things and we put it together. So me and Kurt, and a half before that and then when the band finally got you know to rehearsal and them three i i think we only rehearsed for maybe five or six days wow wow that's i mean it's it was just such an impressive undertaking and i think you know watching you know the camera work that that took place and i i assume that that kirk had his hand on that you know kirk i was honored to to have an opportunity to actually meet Kirk for the first time this past celebration because I mean honestly since 2016 you know he's been very very reclusive so it was good to actually be able to get in front of him and and say hello and shake his hand and mm -hmm. and yeah. just uh you know give him some props for everything that he's been doing you know during this time just kind of keeping things afloat and doing things that he's doing but by all man, means I mean, you know some of the camera work that they were able to do and just you know being able to you know, go from like when Prince would on screen call out a solo and then they would switch to that camera seamlessly to, to Levi or Sonny and it would just look like it was a whole part of it. It was just such an amazing thing to watch. It's like, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's an, a test to the, to, the, to the musicians that did show up and the ones that were there, they got the music in advance and it was up to them to learn their parts, know it, and make sure that they're on point when they got there. Mm, that yeah. was the first thing. Okay. He got all the music out to everybody so that they understood what their pipes were and knew what they were supposed to be playing and what have you. So in them five or six days that we took to get everything rolling, it was just making sure that everybody knew where they were supposed to be. Now, the, the other kick was the drummer came in later than everybody. So Kirk was playing the drums in the first couple of rehearsals so that when this guy got there, Chris, rolling. right. You know, so, and for him to step in, Chris Coleman. Yep. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, he was, gonna get he was a to, monster. He was a beast. Yeah, you know, now, you know, you have to be a monster to step in behind Mike. He was a monster. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to step in and play behind Mike Bland and, and kind of hit the things where it should be and you know not miss them that brother all kudos to him 
Yeah, absolutely. It's pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, it's the, just what was really cool about it is just like you said, you, you worked on that choreography to change things up a little bit, but at no point did it feel like what you guys were doing were was like, oh, they couldn't handle this and that because oh, right, right. because despite um, when the musicians were playing solos, you're seeing the musicians, but when you guys were doing your thing on the screen, we're still seeing you guys do your thing. And so what you did change, just it's it's seamless. It just it still fit. So that was yeah, that was really know, well what's done. What's funny is I we looked at the videos when we were putting together the choreography, but the show and what they all seemed, we didn't. I I had no clue where we were at or what was playing on the screen. Well, so I, we were just trying to mimic what we could, and then not to look at the screen or try to figure out where we were at with it. So you just kind of go with what the music was giving you and knowing what you were supposed to do at that time when you were in that moment back then anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, some of those dance moves were, were seamlessly integrated with what was done previously. I mean, like you had mentioned some of the, the spring chicken stuff that is just like, yeah, we're not, we're not doing that. We're not doing all this. (laughs) We're not doing all these splits and and pulling prints up in between us. It was like, we're not doing all that. (laughs) We're not doing all that. It was quite a bit. We're not doing all that. And ain't nobody trying to, and ain't nobody trying to pull me between their legs. (laughs) There, there aren't enough stunt doubles in the world to start doing all that. (laughs) Exactly. We just ain't doing all that. Right. Even if Prince was with us, he was like, we're not going to be doing that. (laughs) I I don't know. Hold on. He might. Yeah. Uh, so what y'all can do that? Sh- <laughs> shock factor, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it, yeah. Anastasia does brings up a, a point. Of, oh, I love. Why did Prince have his brothers pumping his hips in some of the performances? That he was, it was, he was a master of shock. That was it. It was just like it he was, did, he he wanted to get your reaction, and he wanted to. You know, that was his that was his thing, and it always worked. And, and he knew yeah, exactly, like you said, there it is. He knew it would work, you know. Yeah. So. Well, and, and I knew th- I know that your schedule was was tight in, in coming to join us tonight, and I'm I'm so glad you're able to stop in for a little bit. And uh, but but before you go, I, I do want to talk because we're gonna we're gonna shift here. We're gonna shift to talking about the celebration and the fact i don't know how intimately you're involved with some of the details and whatever about the family is going to be taking control over paisley park here in about 60 days or less and i've also heard conflicting not really conflicting i've also heard that july is the month that they're going to be coming in at some point in july so um I am curious, how many celebrations have, have you actually been to? I mean, they started in 2000 when Prince was celebrating the fact that he was able to cut his ties with Warner Brothers and he came out with the Emancipation album and that was the whole point of doing the celebrations. But have you had you been at any of the, the previous celebrations you know, before I, this one? I actually was out there doing uh, the Emancipation thing. I didn't nobody know and they wouldn't really, really wouldn't pay me much attention because you know, at that point I was out of the band and mm. you know I was a nobody. But uh, um, I just showed up out there just to hang out and, you know, just be there. And then um, it was kind of cool because nobody really was paying me attention. I kind of came in late night one night and and one of the things he was doing and he was playing videos and just talking. So when they had the the, uh, Rainbow Children one, when that came out, uh, uh, I actually went out to start helping, like 
you know, like I was out there playing basketball with people, playing games and just kind of doing stuff. And he didn't know I actually came out there for that. Mm. It was so funny because I was standing in a line with some people to get inside. <laughs> and they were all standing there, everybody standing around. And then somebody turned around and he's like, yeah, it's going to be great. I was like, look back. And he's like, and then, you know, you had that look like. You know, <laughs> Did you play the role of stage <laughs> crasher? Is that what you, <laughs> no, <laughs> like some, you look like somebody. I, I, I've seen that before. It was so funny because I was standing there and they're like, uh, you look like Damon. So now my hair is gone now. <laughs> right. I had that hairstyle that everybody was looking for. And, then, and I was like, nah, I know who you're talking about. Everybody said, I look like that dude. <laughs> <laughs> that is me. That's awesome. Yeah. I, and yeah. then somebody else that knew me, who happened to be Kurt, walks up and goes, B, what you doing out here? And everybody's like, I knew that was him. And I was like, why you just blew my cover? <laughs> Letty said he met you and Kirk at the Xenophobia celebration. So yeah, that that. Yeah, yeah. Lenny was yeah. Me and Lenny took pictures together. I think I, I don't remember if Lenny played any ball with us outside. You know, I think we was out there shooting ball and different stuff. So, you know, because Lenny, you know, Lenny can play a little ball. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know that he can beat me, but he, he can play a little ball. Alain <laughs> said, "I remember that outdoors and Laura was in charge then." Yeah. So yeah, but. What are some of the things that you think, I mean, when, when you realistically think about the celebration and kind of everything that they're doing, they did in this past celebrations, and I, I guess, you know, posthumously everything they've done since he's been gone. As a Prince fan, first and foremost, what are some of the things that you think that maybe the that Paisley Park or the Prince Estate is kind of missing the ball on in these celebrations? What do you think they need to bring to the table to kind of, be able to attract more people and more fans. Is there anything, any ideas that you can think of? Yeah, I mean, I thought about this and I thought about it for this celebration and how, you know, I mean, everybody don't have $400. Everybody don't have $900 just to pop up and, you know, come to something. And a lot of people seriously just want to come see music, you know, see the shows and that stuff. So for me, if I'm looking at what we just did and what, you know, with, with the people that showed up and what, could afford it. Um, in my opinion, I think they should have had like the night that Maserati played. You could have let tickets 40, 50 bucks for people to come in mm. and just see the show. They don't have to come there for all the other stuff. So right. Right. eliminate trying to make everything in one package. Yep. Right. Where all of every you know, oh, if you pay four hundred dollars, you get to do this much, blah, 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 but you can't do this because you ain't got the VIP. Eliminate some of that. You can have VIP, but make the VIP something special, like you know what they did with everybody coming into the studio to right. hear the song that he did, and you know the uh, what was it, Son of Sexy MF. Um, that's cool, but at the same time, everybody can't afford that. Everybody right. can't afford. Four hundred, eight hundred dollars, nine hundred dollar ticket. They can't. Let's be realistic. Right. You know, bring that price down to where people can, you know, come and enjoy it. Even if it, you know, if they just want to come see the performance, or you know, you already have tours that go on there. You charge a certain <laughs> amount for that. I don't know what, what they charge for it, but you have the tours already. Right. Right. When you have a show, 
just have it open for public will come you get uh, for me you can make more money if you if you're not doing what you would just did for this celebration if you just open the door and said hey okay so it's a hundred dollars for y'all to see this show or 50 or 75 dollars for you to see this show tonight only right and then there was a lot of events that when i saw out there they for me i didn't i didn't go outside a lot but what i did go out there they were talking about games they were playing they were tossing bags bean bags and bean yeah. bag things <laughs> yeah, doing the cornholes the cornhole like, stuff yeah cornhole i'm like a pink i i say that's what y'all looking at fun I mean, you could have put a basketball hoop up out there and everybody playing basketball to win a prize or something. Exactly. You know, have some kind of activity going on outside. Bring a local, you know, act just to perform outside. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody you ain't never seen. There's a lot of acts here in Minnesota that they could have did a whole bunch of little different things. But so bring more stuff to, to attract more people. Right. Fun things sense. for people to do. I mean, it's, it was cool, and and I know that you know it was about them trying to generate some kind of income to help with other things that may be going on at Paisley. I don't know the whole story, but if I'm thinking about what everybody would like to see and and what I saw and what I thought so forth, the show wise, like you could have opened the doors and let people get in for a smaller price. You know, they, they like you know, it's just. Our times that we're in right now, thinking about how much money everything is, everything. I mean, gas and oh you God. know, food. Yeah. Everything is high right now. So you want to pay somebody to say, "Hey, four hundred dollars, you can come see these people play." Some of these people might not want to see MPG. Right, right. Some that of these people sense. surely might not want to see Maserati, but they came to check it out. Yeah, yeah. It's, they love it's... the music. That's the bottom line. Yeah, that makes People a lot love of sense. what Prince put together. Yeah, I, I think I think you're right on that. I mean, I think the only thing that's <clears throat> strategically would be like trying to trying to manage how many people buy tickets to the live show how many people would actually be interested in panels if they have that option, you know, are people mm -hmm. only going to buy tickets to the live show and if they do, how many people are you going to be able to track to come out just to see the panels that the live shows are sold out? So I think there's some some strategic things that would have to be kind of uh, you know worked out. You know, maybe you have a package like the offer now for the people that can't afford it, but they obviously had a bunch of general admission passes and stuff mm -hmm. that were still available because it wasn't sold out. Right. Um, wow. So, right. yeah, I mean, it, we were never told it was sold out. VIP was sold out, yeah. but the other thing was not. So... Um, that then opens the door for that. Why why not just set up the celebration itself, the main, see everything, and then the concert, the shows, all of that. Anybody can just buy separate tickets, you know, maybe separate it completely. Then you really have a little bit more flexibility because a lot of what was going on was that flexibility people wanted. So well, that's people also did, And then the fact that you, you didn't really know, from my understanding of what I had heard from people, excuse me, <clears throat> what people were saying to me was that they didn't really know who was going to be involved as far as the band was for MPG. They knew Maserati was going to be there, Brown Mark, whatever, but you don't know who all's in their band and you didn't even know who was initially going to be involved in the MPG show, is what I understood. Right. Because mm, right. it never was put out there. This person's going to be there. This person's going to be there. It wasn't put out until the last minute. 
Yep. That's, you know, it, it is what it is. But, man, those some fantastic ideas. And I'm sure we'll be hearing a lot more about that tonight when we start talking a little bit more about the celebration. But uh, yeah. I knew that we had to, you know, kind of move the MPG part of the show that we were doing uh, to another time. And uh, But I knew that your schedule was tight and you could make it tonight. So I definitely wanted to get you in here before yes. we move into this because, again, we, we've, been, we've been friends for a minute and um, – I just I had to take this opportunity to to let you know, and everybody here I'm sure will will agree with me that you are just uh, you know a ball of energy and light. you're just and, and light and oh. we 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 appreciate you more than you could ever know and I'm I'm so glad that you know I'm so glad that I got opportunity to kind of cross paths with you brother and um, yeah, thank I you for coming on and taking some time out man. and see you again hey, on stage. No problem, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. I thank you, Jeff. Uh, listen, man, I, I want to give a shout out to all the band members that was there, you know, all the people that performed the, the crew and all that, everybody, man. I mean, you go down the line and you know, all these guys put in the time to come in there. Levi, Mike Scott, uh, Morris, Sonny, Tommy, yeah. Sonny, and uh, there was a, a, a couple other brothers that uh, um, were there. I mean, Kip and, and Liv, of course. And then um, uh, this brother named Kevin that was playing bass uh, on a Sacrifice, I think, um, and, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Willing and Able when, when Sonny took a break. So uh, kudos to all of these guys, man. And Chris, of course, mm-hmm. who, was, who was killing them drums. So, he was killing it. Um, Chris Coleman, right? Yeah, Chris Coleman, man. Um, so to all of them guys, man, I mean, we can't make that happen if we didn't have all of them. And, you know, they came in, did their homework, and laid it down, and we just tried to do the best we could to bring, a, you know, what we what you were going to see on the screen and bring it to life with us and stuff. So that's what was happening. You know, Tony, me, and Kirk, we just was doing the parts that we did in the, back then, so – Well, well, here's a little bit of love before you go. Vicky says, uh, good seeing you, Damon. Mm -hmm. Chris, uh, hashtag legend. And of course, oh, Nadine. Like oh, says, so, so here, 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 here's a here's a bunch of bunch of love for you. Lisa Lots says, you're awesome. Alayah says, good to see Damon on stage where he belongs. Yep. Uh, yes, it's it's just uh, and of course, April gives me a little shout out there. <laughs> yes, and uh, Facebook, you Damon on stage. Shout your princess always needed with the MPG. And uh, yes, and. Uh, D's energy is always amazing. Just a little bit of love for you before yeah. you go, brother. Yeah, Once again, yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you. And uh, we will talk. We're gonna get you yeah, on. The, we're gonna yeah, get, we get you on again because I know you got lots of stories to share. But and I know you got a tight <laughs> schedule. But thank you so much for coming yeah, yeah. in, Damon. We appreciate you. No problem, you, man. brother. Thank, thank you, you, Jeff. Thank you, Chris. We'll talk to y'all later, man. We'll, we'll talk to y'all later. Love. Right, we'll no, see you, man. brother. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, man, I tell you what, it's. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, we gotta switch. I gotta make sure I'm on my regular side. It's always good to have Damon D in the house. As I said, Absolutely. we uh, started out the show. We were gonna have this uh, a big NPG session that we were gonna be uh, doing tonight, but uh, there was some work emergency stuff that came up with some of the members, and so we kind of had to shift some things. Uh, but Damon still wanted to stop in, and I wanted to kind of you know talk a little bit about it and give him you know give him some major major shout out and some love for his. Um, contributions to what happened at the celebration and how amazing that was 
uh, because I got nothing for love for, for Damon. I've known him for a long time, and and uh, he's such a good guy. Such just just pure, pure energy, man. And just it's yeah. serious business. It was good yeah, stuff. And, and, yeah. yeah, and again, that show <laughs> was just yeah. He brought it. They yeah. all brought it, it. Every time he was on stage, it was just like, oh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Right. It's gonna exactly. be energy now. Here we go. Get ready. Oh, okay. If you sat down, you saw Damon come on stage. You're like, I've got to stand up. You stood back now. up. Yeah, that's right. Gotta stand up now. Got to keep up. Got to keep up. With Get Damon. on up. <laughs> uh, we can't, can't be embarrassed in front of Damon. No, no. If, if he sees us sitting down, we're gonna be in trouble. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So tonight we're gonna do the rest of the night. We're gonna be talking about the celebration, like we just started talking about with with Damon, and kind of got a little bit of his input on his. Um, you know, his thoughts on what we can possibly do in the celebration. And um, so I did see a lot of the questions that you guys were were putting up regarding NPG um, that I did not put on here that were kind of just because we want to save that for the NPG show. So I didn't want to ask about new albums or touring or anything like that. Just it's hold it we'll hold it we're, we're gonna hold on to that just 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 hang tight but we did want to bring you uh damon so you guys could get a little bit of npg action for the night yeah uh but so what we wanted to do though is the second part of the show that we were going to be doing even though we kind of did a little bit of the first part i mean here we go yeah we're going to talk about the celebration and one of the reasons why we want to talk about the celebration because a lot of people have already done post celebrations we've already done a post celebration already right but there were some things that I think still need to be answered. And we really kind of wanted to talk about, and the reason we do this is because I know that occasionally, believe it or not, uh, Sharon Nelson actually does watch the show occasionally. Um, and she is part of the family unit that is going to be bringing, hmm. that's going to be in charge of Paisley Park here in 60 days or less. Right. Uh, from what I understand, some people say July. And there are some people that are um, are intimately involved, or not intimately involved, but really pay attention and know a lot of the details of some of this stuff. So I invited some guests to actually come on and and um, spend some quality time. Just kind of share some information, share, share some thoughts about the celebration and stuff. So we wanted to talk a little bit about what we think needs to probably happen once the family comes in i mean realistically is the family even ready for this because they've right. kind of been knee deep in litigations and and paperwork and legal this and legal that and now all of a sudden boom it's going to be placed on them how right. much strategy meetings did they could they have possibly had in this intro i mean i, I i'm assuming there's some prep work that had to be done at some point in there but so we got some special guests that are joining, one of which is, uh, I'm going to let her introduce herself, one of which is with us already. She's sitting in the mix. Marilyn's in the house. What's going on, girl? I get the party horn. Thank you so much. So funny. Yeah, so how are you? Well, introduce yourself for people who are not familiar with you. Okay, so I'm Marilyn McNair or Marilyn Celeste McNair on Facebook. I'm an author. Uh, my day job, I work for WABE, PBS here in Atlanta, Channel 30. 
And uh, ATL in the house. I know, right? We control everything. <laughs> ATL controls the world. Control exactly. The world. You would think. You would think. Um, All the land. Yeah, well, unfortunately, <laughs> Atlanta is becoming unlivable, apparently, but that's a whole nother. Well, they're working on it for sure. Everything yeah, is very high. You used to could afford to live here, but apparently not now. You can't, you can't live anywhere now. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And, and since we talked about the uh, the author, the author part of this, share the name of your book. My book is called We Took the Long Way Home by Marilyn mm. Celeste, and it's available on Amazon as well as Barnes and Noble. All right, we'll make sure excellent that we get- Excellent book, excellent reviews. It's a big book, it's 656 pages, but wow. it's an epic saga of family, love, and betrayal. It's excellent. I'm absolutely, it, it, fiction and nonfiction? Oh, it, it's fiction, but it's based on historical fact. It, it's based in Detroit, Michigan, around the times of the riot in 67. Oh. Yeah, it's four oh. friends, four high school friends, and what happens to their lives as a result of the riots. Uh, just a few oh, wow. years before I lived there. I lived there in oh. 71, 72. Oh, wow. So, I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, in the, in the projects of Detroit, too. Oh, my God. So, yeah, it was uh, very rough in Detroit. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was, yeah, especially for a little white kid. Yep. <laughs> oh i i i it was oh yeah it definitely toughened me up i was in fights every day absolutely exactly yeah. exactly that yep. sounds right Absol yep it's it's <laughs> right absolutely and we also have another guest that's a very 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 dear dear friend of mine and some of you know her if you've been to any celebrations if you she's most likely she's been there my good friend uh just my sister from another mister Miss Audrey Johnson's in the house. Hello. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Mr. Christopher. Miss Marilyn. Hey. How you doing? So we are, um, yeah, we, this is, this is so cool because, you know, we, we want to talk about the celebration, you know, and kind of talk about some of the things that, um, some of the things that were going on, I know that a lot of people have had these post celebrations. Well, what can they do next? And yeah. matter of fact, my, my good friend Rodney, I think I didn't even know this. He had a, a, a clubhouse meeting last night, I think yeah. it was, that talked about this very topic. What do we want to see next? And it was like, and I, and I invited him to come on the show tonight. He was like, well, I, I did that last night. I was like, oh, damn, I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't realize that. But that's, you know, it is what it is. I think he's going to, he'll join us at some point. But, um, one of the reasons why I wanted to kind of bring Audrey and, and you, Marilyn, in is because, you know, you have, Audrey, you always seem to, and, and you just say Marilyn does too, always seem to pay attention to a lot of the minutia and details that are going on with this whole dynamic with the family and the estate and some of the, the changing of hands and, and whatnot. And Audrey, you've even sent me like a link of like all the doc, the legal documents that are going on with, mm -hmm. with the family and, and the whole Paisley Park situation. Um, can you, I guess I'll start with you, Audrey, you know, what do you know about what type of control the family is going to have as far as Paisley Park is, is concerned that you're aware At of? At this point, Chris, it would just be like a really good guess as to what they're going to be responsible for with primary wave also being a majority holder now 
of shares um, within the Prince estate, right? Mm -hmm. So it would seem as though they sort of take one lane, you know, primary wave takes, you know, a lane that, you know, they're doing really well at with music releases and, and other things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And the family sort of focuses on the other entity of the estate, which would, you know, be Paisley, Paisley Park and all of those things that go on and really growing that um, and making that more interactive and, you know, really making that more dynamic than what they've seen and bringing on a lot of younger, I will say, ambassadors for the Prince estate. Um, mm. that's, that's sort of the thing I think they're probably gonna stay focused on yeah, and, and just the running of what happens there on a daily basis, you know, the day-to-day -day operations. And when we say family, just so everybody's clear here, cause I know not everybody follows it. I, I don't even follow it as deeply as, as Marilyn and Audrey do. And Marilyn, I'll, I'll let you kind of add on to what Audrey, uh, may or may not have touched on that you find interesting about this. But when we say family, it technically is what they have been referring to as SNJLC. Seems like we can rearrange those letters a little bit more for an acronym or to spell something out, which is the S is Sharon Nelson. The mm -hmm. N is Noreen mm -hmm. Nelson. The mm -hmm. L is L. Londell McMillian. Uh, the, the, um, the J is the John R. Nelson Revocable mm -hmm. Trust. And then, of course, you also have Charles Spicer in that mix. Right. Um, so, and of course there are other members who have already sold all of their rights over to primary wave. Mm -hmm. And that basically consisted of 100%. You told me 100% of the inheritance of Prince's youngest of six siblings, Omar Baker. Uh, it was originally 90% of Taika's scenario, but she recently sold them the rest, mm -hmm. uh, recently. And then, uh, Alfred Jackson. So right. primary way wave owns all of their rights. And I guess, well, well, first off, before we kind of go down a little bit more of a, a rabbit hole on this, Marilyn, what, you know, as far as what Audrey was talking about is as what the family is going to be able to control and what they aren't going to be able to control. Um, what are your thoughts on the family taking control of Paisley Park? I mean, realistically, do you, think that i mean as i mentioned before when we were talking to, to damon they have just been buried in litigation and legal messes since the very very beginning do you feel like they are ready to kind of take this and keep the ball rolling efficiently at all i, I mean would, I, I hope so i would, well yeah we all hope so we right right we, know what but, we like we know what works and what could be improved upon but um first of all kudos to Audrey for really keeping up with all of this i mean she is really on it the all the the legal stuff and and uh i've only seen londell in passing first in minneapolis when they unveiled prince's street sign talked to him briefly and then in atlanta a couple saturdays ago because um prince was honored with the black excellence walk of fame award here right. well deserved yes and, uh, yeah he showed up with the same members of the family that were at the street sign e event and he basically has a mantra we're taking over in 60 days oh, 
things are going to change. You're right. Like, you know what I mean? You keep saying yeah. that, but yeah. you try to question him. And, and, you know, you have to pick your spots. You have to know you're at an event. He's talking to a lot of people. He, he's not going to really answer you in a way that's really cogent or has is fact based. He's just letting you know they're ready to pounce, they, you know, and all this kind of stuff. But to answer your question and to piggyback on what you said earlier, I, I, <laughs> I don't want to live in a fantasy. I think that that family has no idea what they're getting into as far as Paisley Park and um, the, the fandom of Prince. The fandom of Prince is so strong and so vocal. And we put our money where our mouth is. And it can't just be anything. And I did mention that to Londell. He was like, oh, it's not about money. But I didn't dispute that. You know, I, it was like it wasn't really the time for it. But for a lot of us, it is. It's like, what experience do I want to spend my money on? So but to answer right. your question, I, I when I hear people like Taika, even though she's not a part of it anymore, I mean, she's cashed out, Omar cashed out and Alfred, I don't know who that person was who got him. And then I guess they sold the primary way. But um, I, for her to say things like, oh, I met somebody from France and I can't believe somebody from France is here. You know, that's so naive and silly to me right. when I hear things like that. I'm like, yeah, I met somebody from Austria today and then somebody from New, New Zealand last night. It's like, it's the world. It's the world. Yeah. Understand. Jeff and I were talking when we went up to Minneapolis. We were up there for the event. We had people coming up to us from Germany, Germany. Australia, New Zealand. Yeah. Everything was saying, oh, we watch Funkatopia Live. We love you guys. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, we yeah. take a picture. Like, what? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Prince that is worldwide. Worldwide. That's yeah, worldwide. So when they say things like that, I go, oh, my God, they have no idea. My only hope, you know, I try to keep it positive. My only hope is that um, they listen to the fans and they really go in and not like throw the out the baby with the bathwater you know they they really look at what can be approved improved upon not like you know here we are and now we have this thing you have a you need to have a thing that's going to make money in a way that honors prince prince deserves to be honored he right. deserves his legacy not to become tchotchkes and nonsense Right. And, 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 and that's the whole purpose. of I'm sorry, Jeff. Uh, uh, that's the whole purpose of the show is to because I guess I mentioned, I know that Sharon does watch the show occasionally. And so I wanted to make sure that one of the the takeaways from this show tonight is that we're able to kind of vocalize some of the things that we're seeing in the chat area here right. um, and, and vocalize some of the things in a in a a positive, positive yes. and productive way <laughs> that they are going to be able to say, okay, we hear what these fans are saying. We, we, yeah. we hear what's going on and what their expectations are with this transition and yeah. try to, and try to provide them not a blueprint because Lord knows if any of us were thrown into the position, we would know what we want, but there's so much that goes into this. And I, um, I think that what you just said though, Chris was, you know, really the right approach that we're going to have to now take as, you know, they come on board, they're going to need us just as much as we're going to need them. Right. You know, Absolutely. in order to keep this train going. Yes. And in order for that next generation that is really watching what we do 
right? They're they're seeing how we celebrate this this dude. So we have, you know, we're setting the table for them as well. Right. I agree. And what they've got to understand also is we we all understand this argument of it's not about the money. Everybody knows what that means. But as long as they keep in mind that it still involves the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It takes money to to keep things going. In itself, from what I understand from speaking to um, Prince's former assistant, that it costs something like $150,000 a month to just run Paisley Park. So, you know, that's an undertaking. They have to make money. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so, I mean, I guess I would say that Again, I think because of the fact that everything has been wrapped up in all this litigation and legal stuff, that the what they're about to experience once it kind of lands at their feet, I, I, I want to believe that I here, here's here's my guess is that everything is going to kind of continue to be running like it's running. What is it? But it's just going to be as far as who's on paper still there, but we may have a little bit more of a say so as to, you know, what directions things start moving in um, is, is, and I'm sorry, cause I'm not, not really completely aware of the answer to this is Comerica in or out at this point, as far as the management of anything. I think they will be out once the family takes over, right? So that LLC, that Prince Legacy LLC had to be set up um, to put all of the S corporations that Prince had underneath one on one umbrella. So that's like a huge financial piece that had to be put in place, you know, major infrastructure for them. And the courts weren't going to allow them to take over until that, all of that was sort of set up. So as far as who is actually deciding what gets released as far as like these releases, like this, these music releases, and let's, let's start with the music releases. Who is ultimately making the decisions on these now? Do we know that? Or do we, I mean, because I don't really know who's all pulling the strings on what gets released. Now, my guess is, and, and here's the thing I got, I got to say about Primary Wave. Okay, I, 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 Primary Wave, I don't necessarily have a problem with Primary Wave as a Prince fan because I know that they are going to be focused on releasing material to support their investment. So, and ultimately, that's what Prince fans want is all of that amazing material that has yet to be released to finally make its way into the world the videos the unreleased material the jam sessions the special mixes and whatnot so i don't necessarily have a problem with primary wave kind of owning that piece because they're always going to do what's best for their wallet and while that seems kind of a horrible thing to say for as a prince fan it's that's ultimately what has to happen in order for us to be able to get this stuff that we want right um so I don't really have a, a a a problem with that, but the the rehashing of the same material repeatedly, um, you know, let's just repackage it in a different way, and and the, you know, I think Warner Brothers had a special contract which I thought ended in 2021, um, 
you know, that's why they were so Mm -hmm. gung-ho about releasing. You know how all of a sudden all these old releases got redone and repackaged and what have you. And I thought it ended last year, but then you have all this excitement around um, Syracuse 1985. That's Warner Brothers. So mm-hmm. I don't know unless they do um, a piecemeal thing, like much like Prince did when he was alive, where he would work with BMI or, or Sony or, or whomever, you know, to, to release one thing. I don't know if they have these one and done type contracts that are separate from legacy recordings. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think another deal. So, yeah, I think the legacy side of things is, is kind of what, keeps churning out some of this rehashing of things. I, I, yeah. I honestly would not be surprised if we see another iteration of Purple Rain, something, something, right. something or other, yeah, uh, to be totally honest. I mean, because a lot of Prince fans, I mean, God, I, it seems like everywhere I go, there's Purple Rain shirts now all of a sudden. It's just like, right. all right. Everywhere. So, yeah. Everywhere now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so on the primary wave side of things, I, I'm I'm okay with that piece. I, I'm not really bothered that Taika and everybody sold their shares. Uh, rest in peace for, for those that have, have left us. Um, but um, I'm not really upset at them. It's theirs to do with what they want. But as yeah. long as whoever is holding the shares is still able to, you know, step in and give us those releases yeah. and, and give us those things that Just we really, really, moving. really want. So, family. If you're listening and you have any influence whatsoever in pushing some of these buttons, what we want are some of these jam sessions, some of these lost tracks, some of these things that used to be bootlegs. Give us some official versions of some of those things. Give us some live concerts. Give us you know, some official live concert recordings. Give us some of these videos. We just saw this new video that popped up of a Jesse Johnson concert from 1984 where Prince came in and sang um, The Bird with them. Uh, with him at one of his shows in 1984 um, that's been popped up. You can see it on Facebook. Now it's just, it's in heavy rotation right now, but those types of things that we know that they exist, we know that there's jam sessions from a variety of different people. We know there's right. a, yeah, there's a so much stuff that's out there. We want to see those things and right. we want to hear those things. So as far as primary wave is concerned, that's the stuff that we want. Absolutely. And I mean, as fans, I realize I think I can't remember who I was talking to. It may have been, I think Tony, Tony M. May I had a discussion with him about this. We were talking about the fact that that's what people will spend money on is the Purple Rain mm-hmm. stuff, is the 1999 stuff, the stuff where he was in his heyday, and that's why they keep rehashing some of these things. But I think that they're really missing the boat because I don't think they realize just how rabid us Prince fans really are, and we'll come and we'll spend the money if you give us the right stuff, but people aren't going to, the hardcore Prince fans are not going to all be clamoring to get the same things repeatedly over and over and over. If, if they, if they put it in plan format and they do it properly, when they do release that same purple rain or something else, again, to those people that loved it during his heyday, like you said, and then they time it because that, that captures new audiences. So if they time it properly, then they can release something secret and, and unreleased that even the new person will catch on to. So they've kind of, if they staggered the way they 
put these out, I think it would make a better response because when you, they're still getting new fans, Prince is still getting people that yes. just, oh, I'm, I wasn't really into Prince. And then yeah. I heard, you know, so right. if they start doing that, I think that'll uh, increase sales and it'll move people on. It's kind of like the funnel that everybody learns about when you go on a website, just move them through the process. Yeah. But, you know, so use the old stuff, but then take that and steer these people, steer everybody. I think well, what's happening results. though? What's happening with um, okay? For instance, in September of 2020, Chris, you were there um, for the uh, New Year's Eve party. Remember, they premiered that with Miles Davis and what have you. And yep. at that time, Alan Seifert was there, and I had a kind of a long conversation with him. Uh, you just basically, you know, I like to, I don't like to complain, but I like to be clear with whatever I'm saying, and and I kind of. Um, got on him about the fact that celebration was very expensive that year, 2020. Remember when they came, it was like $1,500 for yep. VIP. It was, you know, and then you look at some DJ who nobody really knows. And he was like the main person. I said, don't ever do something like that. Like we, we have no interest for us. It's all prints all the time, whoever you get, they need to be doing Prince Prince's material, right? Do it their way or whatever. It better be good, or it's going to be, you know, possibly curtains for them. I don't know, but, but the, the point is, is that we're vocal. We don't want to see some guy who likes Prince. So what? We like him too. We but we're not trying to be up there, you know, the focus of of four days of celebration. So he understood that. But I think my original point, where I was going to say, is. Um, I asked him about piano and a microphone. And I said, you know how when we came to celebration in 2018, 2019, how we got to watch, you know. Say it, sister, I'm to say it. We got to watch that. Said, <laughs> we were thrilled. We came and sat in our seats, the lights went down and it's piano and a microphone, like the real one, you know? And I said, what's going on with that? Alan Seifert told me at that time, he says, we're working on that. We know this we've heard the fans trust me you're not the only one whatever happened to all of this you know i feel like that 1983 thing was some kind of weird red herring for warner brothers i don't know but but <laughs> the, that <laughs> drove me bananas yeah it's so much you could do and called it piano and a microphone 1983 right. i my head <laughs> Right. No, it's like no. We have to reclaim yeah. that. We have to reclaim the real one. And my whole thing was like, you know, you can do the ones at Paisley Park, the two shows at Paisley Park. You can also do his two last shows in Atlanta. There's a way to package that, you know. Right. And and have I think they're waiting. I, I I think I just think they're waiting. They're 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 going to sit on that for a minute because yeah. they well, know the they value are. of what that is. Yeah, they, it's they very know. it's very valuable. And, and so, you know, and, and I look at Michael Howe and Troy Carter, where do they fit into any of this? Do you guys know? No, no, no. Well, they're still, they're, they still have their, their responsibilities. You know, Michael Howe yeah. is still responsible for, yeah. you know, archiving and all yeah. of that and going through all of that material. Yeah. Troy is still involved. Trevor has a role in this, Trevor Guy. Mm-hmm. So, right, I've heard his name a there lot. There are a lot of players, yeah. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a minute before we see piano and microphone. Now, yeah. and, and we know that well. And as far as the Prince piano and the microphone, they know. Um, I, I mean, 
I can't say it enough. I was blessed enough to be at both of the Marilyn. Were you at those concerts? The Atlanta I was shows? not. I was not. Sadly, okay. I know many people who were though. But yeah, I, I I was at both of them, and they were absolute magic. Um, but that's one of the things. His final concert, the 10 p.m. show, the final concert is there. That is a that is a golden goose right. for the estate or for Primary Wave or whoever is going to have control of that. I mean, I know that I I don't know how all this stuff works, but um. Well, when you say the estate, you now, you you have to, I mean, it is primary weight. They, they're part of right. the estate. Yeah, so true. You true, don't true. need to separate yeah, them. They know them. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I'm, I'm really specifically speaking more about like the rights to like who technically owns the, like who technically owns all the rights to that concert specifically. You know, is there some things that are excluded from what Primary Wave can touch or they pretty much have just a percentage of everything that's there? I, I, that's that's the part that I don't fully you comprehend paperwork wise, how that all works out. You but, would think, OK, so when Prince passed away, he was an independent artist, right? Correct. Unless right. he signed away something, that stuff belonged to him. Everything that belonged to Prince now belongs to his estate, his family, um, the, the Prince Legacy LLC, I suppose. So, and and we know that he, you know, going back to what you were talking about, like some of the things we want to see, he filmed everything from the beginning of his career. Even yep. Warren Day, who's yep. hyperbole and stretchers, I don't like to say lies, I'll say stretchers, <laughs> um, said that he used to videotape everything. That was one of his jobs. So we know that there's so much out there, but getting back to your point, I would think during the real piano and a microphone, you're still an independent artist and those, those videos, all that stuff is in their possession somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But there was no, there was no cameras floating around at, at the Fox theater. Just so we're clear. I was at yeah. both shows. There was no big cameras on the side state. There was none of that. So any, any camera footage that they have, of Prince piano and a microphone is either done via the stage or maybe from the lighting rafters, but there yeah. was like no multi camera shots that were happening or anything that was as right. far as that's concerned. But, right. and I don't want to get too far away from the celebration discussion, which we already have, but I don't care. It's fine. This is a rabbit hole. It was, we do this all the time. The Prince piano and a microphone 2016 is a golden goose for, for the estate. That's that's right. just that's the reality yeah. of it because they know when that concert gets released, that's it's all the money everyone it, will spend. It, 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 it is going to be a massive, massive seller. You don't even have to do a whole bunch of marketing for that one because the people know this is Prince's final concert. It's 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 yeah. a done deal. So yeah, it'll market itself. I, I think there's a strategic. It may be tenth anniversary of his passing, something like that. We it may be twenty twenty six or something before we see that. You know, well, like I, I, said, I, I hope so. Yeah, Paisley Park, as well as um, you know, the beginning when he was kind of feeling it out and talking, saying very personal things that he kind of dropped a little bit from the rest of that very short lived tour. But and then the last two shows, I think there's a way to package all of that, and and of course, what was done at Paisley Park is on film. We don't know about what was done at the Fox Theater in Atlanta. So, 
Yeah, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of things that are golden gooses in my opinion. The the deluxe or super deluxe edition of of parade that's kind of we keep hearing rumors of this and yeah. the, the the primary thing that we've been hearing uh, from people on the inside is that it's the movie that's causing the problems because the movie the rights to the movie have changed hands like multiple multiple times and you can't separate the two. So you is can't... Warner Brothers still in that? I, I don't know who's a part of it now, but there I was a company in, that away. I can't. Yeah, so there was a company in uh, of France that owns some type of rights to it. It's just a big, big mess. So uh, we just kind of gave up on even saying that something is happening. But you got everything that was released in, in the 80s that that still stands the test of time to this day. Releasing it as Super Deluxe is going to be a mix. We have another guest in the house. Let's bring him in. Mr. Rodney Fitzgerald's in the house. <laughs> did I win? What did I win? Yes, you won. What are you, Andre now? Andre, was hey. there. what did I win? Hello, everyone. Hey, Fitz. What's up? AJ, what's up? Jeff. What's this up? guy calling me out. I'm like at work like, like <laughs> we did a show the other night then. <laughs> no, I just didn't want to regurgitate what we were doing Sunday. It was basically people's input. And I just want to, you know. Oh, no. I, I, oh, that's what you mean by calling uh, you out. Yeah, no, no. I, 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 you were calling me out because I, I kind of felt like, I kind of no, felt like, oh, shit, I just stole his topic and now I'm no, running with it. <laughs> I just wanted a fresh perspective because I, at the end yeah, of the yeah. day, we run all this. At the end of the day, it's the fans who run this, so their input is what is needed. So, to get mm -hmm. more perspectives and and shout out to Maryland PBS, my job as well. PBS as well, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it got a little bit of PBS representation uh, in the house tonight. So what did I miss? <laughs> uh, well, we're we're ultimately talking about the well to kind of do a little bit of a synopsis, even though for those who also have just joined us. Uh, we started out the night with Damon D, who came in and talked a little bit about the uh, celebration and everything that went into doing that MPG and Prince of Live on the Big Screen performance. We talked a little bit about that, uh, even though we're moving the MPG part of the, uh, the show to later. Uh, but then we have all of our illustrious guests here, Marilyn McNair, Roddy yes. Fitzgerald, and Audrey J in the house uh, right now. But we began talking about the celebration, but ultimately the question that started was... You know, the family has been so wrapped up in some of the legal representation, some of the litigations and everything that's involved and in just kind of going through all this insane minutia that is the courts. And with the baton of power being handed to the family, do we kind of ultimately feel like they're ready for this transition and what our expectations are as fans as to what we kind of want to see because I think we have to kind of set our expectations lower the bar a little bit because I don't think they're completely ready for everything that's going to be the onslaught that is us uh and I just don't know how much they're going to be ready for as far as some of the marketing planning that they're that they're going to have to I guess step up now and and assist with and yeah. Or, or, or are they even going to have any active part? Are they just going to let things just continue moving like they're moving, and just their checks are going to be bigger now? I, I don't know. Yeah, and, and I feel like, <laughs> and I feel like we have to be realistic about whatever the new thing is, because it's a transition, and with transition, things take time. So, right. whether there's going to be improvements or not, 
that will take time too. But as long as they they take the time to listen to the fans, to pay attention to what they're hearing, then they can start planning in the directions that will uh, maximize what they're trying to do. So it, it's all of those things coming together. Okay. From what I know, and I'm not a genie or anything, but what, from people have told me, from my vantage point, I believe that they are ready. They have been working hand in hand with uh, Comerica and Primary Wave. But just let's look at the timeline. Graceland, Comerica, then moving on with the family. Look how much stuff we received in six years. Barring anything else versus most artists who passed on, who are still waiting for stuff. But we're a specific group who are insatiable. We just got Syracuse. Now we want another 17 LP box set tomorrow in due time. <laughs> yeah, due we time. are insatiable. <laughs> but we have to make a, a realization to ourselves that we may not see and hear everything in our lifetime. Right. And once you get past that, you'll be able to enjoy some things. We won't hear everything from the vault at my age of 52. I won't. Um, but the things are going out. Six years, we've got a lot of stuff. If mm-hmm. you look back. Agreed. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, a lot. I mean, we still people are still digesting sign of the time. John's, right. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> That's a perfect the, example. Now we, as soon as that came out, everybody right. was talking about what was next. Right. And I'm right. like, I'm still we haven't even listened to that twice, probably. And, <laughs> and we're teased by the Glam Slam show at Paisley. Mm-hmm. And now we want everything from 92 era so everything <laughs> is going to be in its due time and but i think that with with lundell and charles and noreen and sharon i think they would do a great job you just have to give them time if if someone came to us tonight the five of us said hey i want you to take over stevie wonder's estate we were like huh right it's, it's going to take time. time we were like audrey i got my um I got my Songs in the Key of Life album. What do you do? With it? I mean, it's it's all in, in, in and you just got to give them some time. And trust me, from what I've heard, they're coming. They're going to come out the box swinging because they know what so. we want. They hear what we want, but then also I have to explain to some people: it's always business first. Right. It has to right. make sense mm-hmm. with money. But Absolutely. As well, you can do a lot of things that doesn't cost much. Like all the other regimes that I've talked to, you can do things that doesn't cost. The simple things, like let's say, for instance, uh, day two or day three at at Paisley, Marilyn walks in and she sees photos of Marilyn from the night before the W. And we Mm -hmm. thank you, Marilyn, for participating. She'd be like, oh, my God, I'm up on the screen, blah, blah, blah. But those are the things that doesn't cost you anything. Uh, A video booth go in. Audrey be like, I want to go in and say, man, when I was here at so-and-so and I met people from here, I just want to thank you. That goes in the archives. You may see that on Instagram tomorrow. These things don't cost you anything. So those are the, the items that, that could be easily done. But as far as, you know, we were talking about on Clubhouse, Clubhouse House on Sundays, 365, 4 o'clock. Yeah. Okay, right. Anyway. <laughs> It's it's a blast, man. It's it's a lot of fun. Definitely go. We talked about bringing back the MPG Music Club in some form or fashion, and not and someone made a great suggestion 
not only Prince music, if you can get a heads up on a Her show or Subsonic mm-hmm. and get a discount, those are the musicians that Prince dug and was was inspired by. So these are the things that you and I can think of. And I just say, keep bombarding them because come July, the sands of the hourglass will turn and it'll be their turn to carry the baton. And I, at the end of the day, I say with everything, I don't want Paisley Park to be a bakery. So if it's left up to yeah. us, mm-hmm. we must do what we must do. Or post office. I always say, I don't want right. it to be a post office. It would be a pretty <laughs> nice post office. I'm not jinxing it, but it's a pretty sad, I mean, Anybody would want that 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 sure, retail space. Sure. So. That real estate. Yeah. So Yeah, we, we were talking about that actually we, we talked about this before on, on the show, you know, in regards to the celebration, which we're like so far away from that right now. Uh but you know, talking about the fact that, you know, we we've been bringing the they've been continually bringing in acts that we know are related to Prince, you know, the time and the family and, and Maserati and NPG and, and things like that. But yeah, there's so many other acts, Rodney, just like you had mentioned that we've talked about before, that would be great additions for the celebration that would bring in people that may not otherwise come for a Prince related act bands like you know, Maxwell and Andy Allo and Leanne Le Havis. Maybe those are really the used draws, but like the roots, uh, quest of Shaka Khan, Larry Graham, Janelle Monet, you know, the, the, there's like a whole, family of musicians that could be brought in as part of the celebration that could draw more people in that maybe don't know the things internally inside the purple bubble that may help to expand the audience quite a bit and i think that's like a really big miss in 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 regards to you know the, the celebration but i do also think that it's funny that you mentioned that we're not going to be hearing everything that we're just we're not in our lifetime right. we're just not going to hear it i you know they got this new elvis movie that's out now and i think about how old elvis fans are and i was like think about all these elvis fans that are long gone and they're like damn it i missed that I movie missed i'm coming back and, for that, this. that's gonna be us that's gonna be us hobbling into the movie theaters for the prince movie that's finally gonna come out they didn't do that netflix special but god god damn there he is I you know what? I, I'm an Elvis fan, and um, I thought about that when I was watching the movie on Sunday. I was like, "So, like, what is this going to be like when Prince finally gets his turn in the spotlight?" It's, exactly. We're going to be all critical, you know, critical eye or whatever. But yeah, they did a great job. <laughs> I, have, I haven't seen the movie yet. But to piggyback yeah. on Graceland, if you ever been to Graceland, yes, no. many times. I've that been. Many is, times. That is a fine oiled machine it is yep you're talking about three or four generations coming there and i went there and i spent six hours and did not see everything i was like man these people are hand over fist yeah but hopefully what paisley needs is real estate if they can get real estate they can copy the same thing right right yeah give an envelope to the daycare say listen (laughs) (laughs) You're 30 years here. Here's an envelope. And this is in, in just just. I'm not being serious. Because somebody would take me as serious. And just say, hey, listen, we'll find we'll build you a daycare. Right. Just give us the uh you know. And that could be a parking garage, which would eliminate the being trapped in celebration the whole week. Mm-hmm. You can go and come. Because the old ones, we would come at ten o'clock, 
leave at 1130, get something to eat, go back to the hotel, come back. You you were basically go in and out. But now it's like, I see. Yeah, yeah, you're stuck. Yeah. Send their kids back with purple paper mache berets and heavy <laughs> flowers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cornholes. Playing, yeah. playing, <laughs> playing starfish and coffee on rotation. <laughs> I didn't get to go outside though, but I heard it was uh, interesting. I didn't. What do you mean you didn't get to go outside? What? I didn't. I was, How did you I was, avoid outside? I tried. To, I was asleep on the couch. I was in the <laughs> gym gym was like, recover from your pajama chairs. <laughs> yeah, so, I didn't go outside because I, I was like, what did I pay for? Oh, I paid for this food. This is the food I'm eating. Yeah. Okay, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. It was a good food and then and it was cold and windy it was windy yeah. <laughs> and well, I didn't like we had some it. good food truck stuff it was difficult <laughs> playing ping pong in the wind i'll tell you <laughs> that. It, was, it was a lot of work so it's the manpower too how many people they right. have so Absolutely. and you know so kind of going back you know to, to steer the train back on the tracks as far as the celebration is concerned and we know that we could go we could talk forever about what we kind of and we have about expectations of releases but let's talk about the celebration again for a second because you know we talked about the potential of bringing bands in that aren't just paisley park label you know types of stuff and and uh i think um who was i who was it that was naming a bunch of other bands too oh elena was naming a bunch of other bands too uh, anderson pock kamasi washington yeah. Uh, Brit Brittany Howard, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, it's it's, great it's suggestions. Uh, these are like all fantastic acts that they could do it, but also on the panel side of things too, bring out star panelists like uh, Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters, uh, Tamron Hall, Sherry Shepard, Questlove, Questlove. Adam Levine from Maroon Five. I mean, uh, these are all hardcore Prince yeah. junkies right. that probably would take a day out of their schedule to come up to Minneapolis yeah. and and share print stories for for hours. So, you know, on the performance side of things, um what do you think is is a good I mean, is a good next move for them on the celebration side of things? I'll love you though. If you read if you read a John Bream's uh review, it was like the John longest Bream. Yeah, thing I've seen. He doesn't, you know, he it was very in-depth and I appreciate it. I read his review before I sent my feedback to Paisley Park. I wanted to see what he thought. And he told me uh the Sunday after or the Sunday that uh celebration ended, he actually told me that, oh yeah, there's like so many opportunities for them to have A-list, blah, blah, blah. He says, but just read it. You'll you'll see what I'm talking about. And then I did read it. Um and I totally agree. I mean, I don't know how these people are, I'm going to say paid, like given an honorarium. I don't know how that works. And I don't know how that would fall back on us. Not saying, I mean, I, I go big or go home, you know, yeah, right. Yeah, right. You know, it's like we go right. big or go home. It's like, whatever the cost is for that VIP, that is what I'm doing. But I don't know with people complaining, going back to Damon and his ideas about, and I don't necessarily agree with them, honestly, but, um, you know, I, I don't know how that would work. Yes, they need more A-listers, you know, more more people that love Prince, who got to play with him, even if briefly, who are not part of 
the bubble that you just spoke about, um, Chris. But um, as long as they do, I'll reiterate, Prince's music, they can do it however they want. Right. Dave Grohl can do, Dave Grohl, you know, you can do, make it a food thing, whatever. But even though you were talking about a panel with him, but I'm just saying, um, whoever it is, if it's Janelle or whomever, as long as they do Prince's music, I'm good. Right. You know, well, I, I think another Maserati thing. I, I think I think that we may have. <laughs> I, I saw what you did there. With yeah. <laughs> that um, we may have turned the corner where that kind of talent may be possible. I think the one thing that the estate has done up to this point that has been a huge miss and a mistake is the fact that they have not been able to create community. They mm, have true. only disenfranchised people and created division amongst the fans, amongst other artists and, and all kinds of stuff. They have not created community. So I think maybe with the changing of the guard and a different focus, this is a great opportunity for us to see those type of people because, you know, they would come, you know, if he was still here because he had relationships. Of course. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. I, and I also saw, you know, the other thing that's lacking, in my opinion, is the marketing. It's yeah. just, it's it's just so bad. Yeah, uh, it's it's just not. Yeah, it the last minute part of it, the oh you know the 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 inability for people to be able to make plans to do Dude. something. Terrible. Uh, it, it's just it, it's so last minute, and and it's just that part of it has just got to stop. And as far as the advertisement is concerned, I mean, I I get the retargeting. I mean, good for whoever's doing the retargeting for the print store. I can't go to any friggin' website without those Prince store banners following me. Right. Hey, don't forget about Prince's jacket. Hey, don't forget about. <laughs> Leave me the stalkers. <laughs> Whoever is in charge of their retargeting, have them work with the celebration advertising <laughs> and the marketing. It's just it, there's like so many missing pieces uh, in what they're doing and how they're promoting it. It'd be good to see. A, a television commercial. I, I don't know if they. I'm, I'm not. I'm not in Minneapolis, but are they doing any type of advertising on TV or, or radio or anything like that to kind of push? Yeah, I saw but, the billboards. Billboards they they for the celebration. But it's always shocking to find out that for people Park. who live there don't really. But there was there was one for the celebration. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I saw but, that. When well, I was there should be a national commercial. But nationally, we'll exactly. When people ask me, like, oh, so what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to celebration. Or, like, what's that? And I always think to myself, because I'm not a dick, I'm trying to, you know, I try to say it in a nice way. Like, oh, <laughs> she's, she's, she's not a Richard. But but I, I try, I think to myself, why don't they know about this? Like, right. I always think that, like, why don't they know about this? This is so mm -hmm. great. It's so fantastic. You know, it, it, if they only knew, and I try to put it across in a way that makes it sound interesting and fun and all that, but yeah, it, uh, it's it's sad. They they need to have right. much more advertisement. Right. Yeah, I, I'm not sure and who. Maybe those are the type of things that they are going to do now. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. changing of, we know, of leadership. Yeah, absolutely. And we know they have the information of where their markets are, where the people are, where they're coming from. So, like you said, commercials or whatever it is, they need to hit the other states because, uh, Marilyn, I think you started to say it. 
there's a lot of people in Minneapolis who aren't doing the stuff. It's like, you know, why, why would you tour your own city? You know, that kind of yeah. thing. You know, so, you've oh. seen it all. Yeah, they're, so. they're like shocked, like, oh, you're here for, oh, right. you know, it's like, what? Why don't you know? You live here. You're here. Right. Yeah, and I, I left this comment up there because, you know, this is a perfect example of a really good good point. We were talking mm -hmm. about the Essence Festival here and the amount of advertising and marketing that goes into what they do for the Essence Music Festival. I mean, you Essence Music Festival always very intelligently and strategically places ads in Jet Magazine and, and, and puts it on you know, BET and puts it in all the places that you know that their target audience is going to be. Right. They they do so much strategic marketing and planning, right. and it just doesn't seem like that's even the thing. But they for also the have partnership with the city. This is true too, right. but they right. Oh, well, you mean essence as far as New Orleans is concerned? Mm -hmm. Well, I, I'm sure that. Yeah, I mean, but I don't know what that how, how I don't know how that affects but their, you know, saying, their ability I, I to market. I don't think that I don't think that there is a connection between what happens at Celebration and let's say Minneapolis. Right, right. Okay. You know, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, there's yeah. no connectivity. Gotcha, right, right. Right. Mm -hmm. exactly. right. And, and, and here's a good point: audiences they have sponsors. No, yes, they do actually. So maybe consider possible partnerships and sponsorships right. because yeah. you've never seen any name like brought to you by fender or brought to you i mean there could yes, I, I, there's got to be yes. some sponsorships that can actually happen here that can help yes, to, help yes. help this absolutely. help move this along absolutely that's a really really good point years ago when i worked for turner broadcasting i worked there almost 20 years um we were in partnership with the essence festival for like every year so on our air on TNT and TBS, we were always promoting them, you know, mm. whether whether that's their demographic or not, it didn't matter. And you have somebody like Prince, who the world is his demographic, as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. Right. I was just thrown off that Mr. Christopher said Jet Magazine. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> is that still in business? One of them is not in business. I, I don't know. Who knows? Week. Know. Know. <laughs> Ebony, they, they were all over the place all the time. <laughs> Yeah. Got the jet beauties behind them. Okay. <laughs> All right. I um, Target yeah. marketing. That was my point. You missed the whole thing. Target marketing. Yeah. I was, I was like, whoa. And on Soul Train, they did commercials on Soul Train. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's part of their thing is the marketing and the and just just ability to get the word out it's just about publicity and just kind of moving now but the other thing too is that even without that they sold out vip right and i, I rodney are you how, how far away or anybody how far away were they at possibly selling out the gener the ga side of things my assumption i'm not this is only a guess for me if you take the amount of people that fit into the dakota that's the amount of vips they had if you look at it as a scale, yeah, because they could not go over that because you have nobody to fit into the Dakota. So I think they shrunk down VIP and they had the, the crux with general. But he's well, asking how do you think um how close were they to selling out general? Do you know? I I I, I don't think they did, but 
no it one could it, it had to be close it had to be close because it was it was pretty full every it was night full. Now, I based, upon, based upon 2017 2018 do you think ga was it wasn't those numbers well no but well, i don't think that they were trying to pack it out yeah. like that either i guess oh, yeah, they, they did have regulations with COVID. so you know they weren't trying to go to that maximum exactly Either. Yeah, totally different configuration due to COVID. It's like, right. you know, they're being careful as possible, but we, yeah. you know, we're sitting close but that, together. But Another thing you can do, Chris, is a year from now, do an autopsy on what the estate have done after the next one. So I think this is where you'll see a 180. And also, mm -hmm. I would like to see, just start from the, from the beginning. During this time when they take over, do simplistic things like um, Live from the Park with Avery Sunshine or Eric Roberson, or Raheem Devon, or mm -hmm. even like uh, Black Alley, who won the contest three years ago, who never came back. What happened with that? Tracy, who just said hi to you, that's her cousin, the lead singer. And I talked to them, and they just said they haven't heard anything. So oh, these wow. are things that they could put on their wall as a check mark leading up to celebration. Was was there any actual winner from the VIP contest that they had yes. for this last I met, celebration? I met, him guy, at the w. Right? I met him at the W, yeah. Yeah. He was like on 20. He was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I was like, Mr. Christopher was right over there. Where is he? Is he right <laughs> Shut up. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't happen. But even don't even you don't even have to use music. How about this for one night only during celebration a one night of david chappelle at paisley park oh, oh, that man. would sell right i do it sell out in minutes well, i think i think though i remember um it was either londell or either it was charles but they were saying that they want to take prints on the big screen they want to take it back to the, the target center Oh, wow. So then you really would have that opportunity to just sell that ticket for that right. night. Like so was was saying, if you took it off campus and put it somewhere like that, yeah, you would make a killing if you had yeah. Dave Chappelle and then a concert, oh, you know, hmm. paired together. That would be great. Yeah. I, you know, That would satisfy the people that couldn't afford the week passes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think, oh, this is a perhaps propose a super fan or two to be allowed on the board of decision making an actual <laughs> lifelong super fan to make suggestions yeah I, I would i would agree that would be a fantastic idea because i think you got to have this not that at all all those people that are on board right now are not super fans but i i, I kind of question that sometimes because it, it seems like they know the music but they're not like they're not like us <laughs> right. i i don't know that for a fact but i i find it hard to believe that they're really as hardcore as as some Invested. of us are yeah. I, it's it's just yeah it's that can be a gift and a curse it, it is and it's yeah mm -hmm. it's absolutely positive like i want a super deluxe of <laughs> chaos and disorder I would think about the money aspect. I wouldn't want to come up with an idea that didn't sell, and then they'd be like, "All right, for no, you you no longer have a vote at this table. You're out of here. You got to. But you can do like ambassador. Slide your chair back. 
people aren't co- contracted to help part, pay with marketing and yeah, ambassadors would be great. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, absolutely think that I, I, I do feel like there needs to be more people that have have a voice in, in this, but um, you know, and make the and make the music club like a network, have your podcast on there, other people's stuff, people come in and interviews, make it an all one stop shop. Just like news radio. I mean, we, I mean, you guys aren't familiar with WSB, but I know every single city has their own talk radio, but Atlanta has talk radio stations, but they have like different, different shows. They have, you know, from this time to this time, it's this podcast or from this time to this time it's this podcast. And yeah, be able to put it all together in, in one, you know, like an MPG music club type of thing. That would be absolutely fantastic and easy to do. A Prince three, you know, a Prince 365, time from eight to ten and you know you know funkatopia live will be on from two to three o'clock in the morning <laughs> Audrey, Audrey Bear, midnight. Prime time. Prime time, Audrey at midnight blue light the basement <laughs> do you think we should talk about what we liked about celebration because yeah, I, I'm yeah absolutely on promoting um you know people coming and you know wanting to spend that money to come you know like I said I, I really didn't I love Damon so funny when we saw him on on the Thursday night when Link was at the, the W and I saw him like lurking around outside I was like dude we can't wait to see you at what you bring on Saturday night and of course he brought it he was fire yeah but um you know I I the price is what it is. Like if we're talking about getting Dave Chappelle or or getting um, Lenny Kravitz or, or whomever, it's like, you know, I don't, I think they know not to make it so exorbitant that it becomes prohibitive, right? So say it shall be done. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, I think, I think that that's not, for, for me, that's not an issue. I, I feel like people, this is the entertainment. You spend your money however you like. Right. You spend your money however you like. So if you can't afford it, don't bitch and moan and complain and say this and that. When I say to, when I see that, usually I try to scroll past things like that. But sometimes I'll say, so when was the last time you went to celebration? Cricket. Right. Cricket. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's like talking to me about politics. If you don't vote, don't ever open your mouth to talk to me about politics. If you don't vote, right. I have nothing to say to you. I don't want to hear anything you have to say. So yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with that price point either. You know, yeah. I will pay that VIP ticket price. I don't care because yeah, to me, it's exactly. still a great value. I don't it's, care. It's a unique experience. But I do think together. they should have other options. So if a person just wants to buy a one-day pass, day pass, right? They can just do that. Okay, you yeah. just want to come on, you know, Friday and be there for the whole thing. That's fine, or whatever the case may be, because you do have a lot of locals that don't want to necessarily buy a ticket to celebration, you know. Right. But they may buy a day pass. Right. Yeah. But that would have what happened at this celebration would have been that everybody would have bought those passes to go see Prince live on the big screen, and then probably nothing else. And that's, okay. that's the reality of it. That's, but that's a, okay. But, and, and it would be okay, but, you know, for the people that are willing to pay the money, like Marilyn says, to, to actually pay the money to do the full everything, the full shebang with everything 
the panels, all the shows and everything. I think those tickets have to take priority monetarily for them. And then whatever's left over can be offered as a day pass. But then, and again, at that point, you have to act quickly. And I think, Audrey, what you said, and as far, I don't know who had made that suggestion as far as doing those prints live at the big screens at Target Center again, because strategically in Minneapolis, that was a good call because was it 2019 when they, or was it 2018 or 2019 when they did that? 19 was at the Armory. 17 and 18, right? Yeah, it was the same show, but mm-hmm. 2018, that was, I don't know was it was sold out, but it was, it was, I, I, it seemed like it was sold out or it was very, very close to being sold out. Yeah. But the I don't they think they could. The, the place draped, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Areas, they had it strategically put together and it, it gave you the feeling of being sold out because they had the different levels and what have you. Yeah, I, I just think they also did that because there's some seats in that arena where it's just not a good place to sit if you're trying to get that experience of that screen because right. right. you have to see the screen. Right. You can't you can't just be anywhere. You have that screen is the whole part of it. Mm-hmm. And that was the other thing, too. When you take this thing on tour, uh, I know they did that at that Prince Live on the big screen. And they did it again at this one where they say, we're going to take this and we're you want us to take us on the road. And we're like, yes, absolutely. want to take us on the road. And I talked with Tony after the show and he said, well, what do you think? We need to take it on the road. I was like, that looks like a lot of money on that stage, my man. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's what that looks like to me. And uh, he was like, "Oh, well, we had to slim it down some." And I was thinking, "What are you slimming out? Yeah, what are you? Yeah, it's 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 you can't afford to take anything out of what is in the show, right? Right. right. And still, though. and still have it be um, true to the brand that they're trying to establish of what Prince on the big screen is. Right. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely." Yeah, yeah I, I I just think it's it's I would love to see that go on the road, but it has to be realistic because you have to be able to fill an auditorium that's going to be able to pay for that production and moving all those people from yes. point A to point B. And all I just don't see the financial things. feasibility. I, I can see it in Minneapolis, yeah. you're putting into the Target Center, and you're at the core of you know Prince's hometown, but you take it you take it to Atlanta. We love them here, but are you are you going to be able to sell out a place that's going to make enough money to pay for what you got going on up there? Exactly. I don't know. Know your audience. Know your audience. Yeah. I can and see Kirk, it in New York. I can see it in LA. Yeah. Kirk said that same thing in what, 2018, which was the Target. And then when I saw him at the, the, um, the unveiling of the street name, I went up to him and shook his hand and just, you know, kind of acknowledged him. And he was like, I told him they were so great on Saturday night. And he was like, oh, yeah. Like, do you think we should take that on the road? And I was stuck because the answer, honestly, is no. Right. Okay. <laughs> but, I would love to see it. But but again. I would love to see it, but how is that going to work for you and your costs and your overhead? So I just said it was just fantastic. I just love having this experience here at Paisley Park. For me, it's special that it's there. There are some things that could work. A third eye girl version of that. Right. Where you just got to pay for, you know, you got to have Hannah and Ida. You you know, it's just like a, you know, but something that could just be. Did you guys have the um, the studio session with third eye? I I did. Yeah. For the VIP folks. I thought it was great. I I I I had the MPG. And that's another thing. If you have VIP, 
you should have your choice of whatever you want to see. Like essence. Mm. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. I want to go see Charlie, or you could do both. Or if I want, right? yeah, or do both. I want to do both. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so. Sandra says Maite was talking about a residency in Las Vegas. Is was that who was talking about that? Can anybody? Um, Maite has been working on that for a little bit. She spoke on it at her uh, uh, dance session. Her um, okay. belly dance. Yeah. So so, so doing a Prince live on the big screen no, residency no, no, no. in her Vegas. No, her own. Oh, her own residency. Well, now, uh, yeah, a, thank you, Sandra, for giving me an idea that I'm thinking of now <laughs> is that you put it in one place like a residency at one of the smaller, grander hotels yeah. that's out there. Not like something huge like the Mirage, but if you right. had some type of residency like that where it's oh, a shortened yeah. period of time for a couple of weeks where <laughs> where you are just doing it hardcore, you do yeah. some type of 360 type of thing where it's just work. It, it's oh, a whole thing. It's a whole experience. Guess what? I'm buying a ticket. I'm buying two tickets. I'm I'm, I'm going. I'm going. Uh, 2121 reborn. Right. Yeah. yeah so, so that's an option. That's again. We're not in the celebration track anymore. But that's yeah. fine. We're trying to figure out ways to make y'all some money. Uh, so yeah, I mean that's that that's kind of what you know. It is what it is. Uh, to get back to Marilyn's question or statement. Uh, the studio sessions were amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I heard they were fantastic. Yeah. Uh, what an experience. Yeah. And that's what the fans are hungry for. Mm -hmm. to, and I think they got away from the opening session when we get into Paisley of a video or some type of audio. People were looking for that. Because we used to go in there and sit down. What are we going to see now? I talked about that before yeah. you got on. I was like, okay. we sit down, the lights come down, and it's Prince. Mm -hmm. no. And that, that may have to do with Netflix. So I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's a whole other. That, that's a whole other can of worms. Yeah. We, it's, it's, I, know. I, I heard next year's the year that is coming. Yeah. That's, okay. that's the last I heard. I don't know if anybody else has confirmed that, but uh, yeah. But yeah. So as far as the celebration is concerned, I think there's a lot of great ideas that we could, you know, share. I mean, I, I they still kind of, I mean, Rodney, you might be able to answer this question. I, I, again, I don't know who knows the answer to these questions or not, but, you know, folks that I don't know that have done Q&A sessions there before, and maybe they have, and I just missed it, like Wally and uh, Jam and Lewis, you know, Morris Day, you know, have they done, like, sit-down Q&A panel types of things at these celebrations, or are they just refusing to do them for scheduling no, have, conflict they reasons? They have or? not done them. Um Morris Day was scheduled for 2020. Remember, Rodney? Yeah. Um, Jerome and the, and the time was scheduled for one. Uh, they wanted to sit down with Wally, but they needed Wally because of, uh, as far as handlers, there was not enough people. So he was the MC and the other symposium. It's manpower. It's people there. And that's why you can't extend the parties at night like we used to three or four in the morning because you have to have people there so yeah. that comes so hopefully that'll change right. but um yeah. there's a lot of people you can get um yeah, i think I, th I think that there should be a pre-show with uh people like yourself like audrey or christopher or michael dean that's on the premises doing a live feed like an essence like welcoming people in sitting them down 
like a pre-show. Yeah, absolutely. You have to walk. Mm-hmm. Hey, you've been here for three celebrations. How's it feel to be back? And blah blah blah. And that right. that can be stored somewhere, and people can go back and view it or listen to it at their leisure. There's a lot of things that can encompass. But like I said, we will see. Yeah, I think they need to have a, a wider breadth of, of interviews. I, I'm not saying that yeah. you know, for, for for myself, but I, I don't. No offense to I love you know Andrea's work and and Dwayne's work. Dwayne's a really good friend of mine, but I don't. I wish that there was more um, people of color doing some interviews. And and, and they're (laughs) there and they're willing Uh, and all they need. uh, I I feel like the more, more variety and they're not asking. They're not asking. Josh Welton could, I think would be a live. Josh would be great. So many people that are, that. You know who I think would be fantastic? And somebody that definitely needs to be there and speaking about his development is Spike Moss. Yes. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not that familiar. I'm shaking my head, but I'm not that familiar with it. Spike Moss was the person that really helped Prince at the way. Oh, I know who you're talking about now. I know who you're talking about. Him. But is he, um, I've seen him on tape talking. Do you think he would be a lively uh, interviewer? I mean, oh, yeah. Interview, I spoke to him oh, before. Yeah. When, I, when I saw him at the Historical Society, he was fantastic. Okay. Nice. He was fantastic. He was like, he was the, the, the big surprise of yeah. the day. Nice. Okay. And all the history that he has. Yeah. And he's like, nobody ever comes and talks to us. Okay. Yeah. And, and the problem with that is there's so many changes of the guard. There's not enough time for people to sit and say, all right, we need to go get this person. And then by the time they do, it's off to the next person. Right. So right. there needs yeah. to be an archive saying, hey, I just left in in 2022. <laughs> I left off here. You need to check out these people, you know. Right, right. Because yeah. honestly, he, um, he is a treasure, I think. And he is a treasure trove of information. You're right. I, I can I, give I you a picture him. of the development that went into creating Prince. Yeah, he's an OG. He's an OG for real. So I I think people like him. I think people like Sylvia Anderson, who was doing their costumes. Oh, right. We need to hear from her. So many comments on Spike. Uh, Spike is a legend at home. Uh, Spike was a local activist. Uh, (laughs) They're not ready for Spike. (laughs) (laughs) Spike is still ready. Yeah. Uh, Spike is awesome. That event on YouTube. Yes, Audrey, Mr. Moss is so important. And of course, uh, Spike, and then someone mentioned uh, Seeley. Oh, yeah. Seeley oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Seeley McGinnis. Yes. 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 So, yeah, I mean, so there, I mean, there's a lot of different suggestions that, that could easily fill this, fill this, uh, just to kind of add some more yes. know, levity to the. Some, to the, some, I, I, some I, more color, and not, I'm not saying color, but. I, yeah. Don't, it, 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 it doesn't matter if you are because that's the right answer. <laughs> but, 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 but more dynamic. A different yeah. hue. Yeah. I think the, the yeah. funniest yeah. thing. <laughs> more contrast. Hue, more, me- more melanin. <laughs> you know, the, the funny thing about all of this is we're throwing out suggestions, ideas, and brainstorm, uh, brainstorming these things to, to create and add to whatever. And, but so for all the listeners and anyone who has not been, 
you still got to understand this was still these are still amazing events oh, yeah. Yeah. regardless of the celebrations the, this is worth every every, every bit penny. of everything Absolutely. so right we're not trying to say these aren't great shows here's what you need to do we're saying these are amazing shows here's more you know because we're chomping yeah. at the bit to to have more added so i just want to throw that yeah. out there this is by no means slighting what's what's oh, being done or what's been no, no, done no. Absolutely. one of a kind one of a kind experiences and you know, like in what, 2019, we got to go into Studio A and I was thinking we probably never get to do that again, but this time we got to do it again. You know, it's, it's just amazing to stand in Prince's face, you know, and see what he looked at every day and things like that. the kitchen. That. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's, it's just, <laughs> and, and you know, as far as the moderator, like, okay, so I'm just asking a question. Do you think that the moderator should be like a different person every day. Like this time we had Robin Robinson is her name. Was that her name? She really didn't do any moderation though. She just kind no, of was she, just a, Andrea like hosted Dwayne. Yeah. Yeah. And emceed us through the day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I didn't particularly, she, for me, she was distracting. I'm just a very honest person. She's very distracting. Her physicality was distracting to me. So um, I, I would, I would prefer, like I, I loved um, JB Steele. Oh, like, Steele was I, fantastic. I, yeah. yeah, it was sounds a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah, when yeah. I saw him at the yeah. Dakota, I was like, Mr. JB, mm -hmm. we need you back there. You were the stuff. He was, he was like, yeah. you need to tell him that. You need to tell him that. I said, I will make sure that somebody finds out. Trust I think, me. I think the MC I will do that. does not need any cue cards. You need to go out there right. and just be yourself. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. You just tell me who's coming up next. And I'll fill in the rest of it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, my suggestion uh, for 2020, before COVID, and I had a verbal confirmation from Sinbad before he had the stroke. Mm. And I was ready to rock and roll. Mm -hmm. um, Stephen Grant Hill. There's so many people that can captivate the crowd and yes. know what they're talking about. Yes. They have I mean, he is uh, I like him because he's always on like 30. <laughs> right. When it comes to print, he is oh, on 30. He'll do the, the dance roll and all that. He's always into it. He's on a level. He's on a level. Yeah. Yeah. And this brings up a little bit of a thing. Uh, April said they, that's why they need to release the celebrations on DVD. Uh, you know, some of that may, they're doing all this recording. So I know they're planning on doing something with something. But this brings up another question too. What would you guys think of like a pay per view type of angle with the celebration for people who just simply just can't make it? Is it possible that so Maryland's right. taking it? No. Nope. Maryland's like flat out, yeah. nope. Nope. Yeah. I, I kind of agree with Marilyn. Yeah, yeah you I, need to come to, as Mitch McGuire says, HQ, headquarters. This is the only place in the world that is Prince's home, Paisley Park. Have that experience. It is very different. Let me tell you something. When I go there, I still go and do at least one or two tours. Even though oh, I've yeah, been yeah. there the whole time, all those days, I go and do a tour or two. And when we did this tour on Monday, or the, the sixth, which was, yeah, Monday. This young lady came in with us. Soon as she got into the room, you know, the, the media room that has the story of Prince when mm -hmm. he was she just broke down and just like fell to the floor crying. She was overwhelmed, overwhelmed. And I was like, this is what people need to understand. Right. This space, this place, 
there's no place like it. You need to find a way to come here. It's that simple. Yeah, And, and I agree with you 100% on that as well. I, to me, the mentality of most people, if you did it once, yeah, you're going to have sales, but you'll never be able to do it again. And suddenly, the mentality of people is, oh, well, I'll wait till it comes out over you know, later. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden, the draw is gone. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I totally agree that I wouldn't. Well, Jeff, I, I mean, as a this was your first time. This was right. your first experience there. So w- what was that like for you? I mean, knowing going kind of going in cold. I mean, I guess you had heard some things about what it was like, but right. how was that for, for you as a first timer? And did right, it meet your expectations? Well, that's that's a good one, because uh, I had done a lot of research and, of course, talked to a lot of people. And it didn't matter how much was told to me and what was said about what was going to happen. Uh, it still was way beyond mm. what I was ready for. Now, we talked about this in our when we did our celebration recap. I spent a lot of that time not feeling things. But my not feeling things, you know, being overwhelmed, not I'm not an emotional roller coaster type of person anyways. But I spent a lot of time being numb because it's like, man, I could have done this before. You know, like like I said before, I'm here now and now he's not. So I missed it. So it was hard to get excited about some things. It was it was easier to just be like, damn. But the whole show and the whole thing overall and and not just the celebration, but tie that with the rest of the city and going to the places that people went it was mm-hmm. phenomenal mm-hmm. it was just you know you have to go yeah if just to be in places i'm not a big picture taker i'm not a good i want to have a picture and play you places. had no choice this time I, but you you have to you know you feel it you, you gotta yeah. do it yeah so um that that's what i would say anyone who has never been you have to go just for the whole experience just for everything uh, like Chris talked a lot about the celebration website where we have the pins and we have all the locations, all the places that you can go. You don't have to go to all those places. And, and it's not saying go see everything. But when you come across something that, oh, my gosh, I remember this from the movie. Mm-hmm. I finally made it here. Or mm-hmm. someone told me about this and you're finally standing there. It's yep. this city is a, is an amazing city of things. Overwhelming. You know, well, we are getting a lot of people that are that actually are pulling for the pay-per-view angle, and, and most of people are saying, you know, either they can't because of financial situations, they're just never in a scenario where they can actually go, and there's people overseas and disabled people that would probably pay-per-view, pay-per-view. but maybe, you know, they're recording this for something. They're recording all these panels. They're recording all these live performances. My guess is that... Maybe if pay-per-view is not a thing, maybe there is some type of scenario where they will, you know, put some type of collection of celebrations together. Um, I mean, that may be something awesome, like a a super deluxe, a super deluxe of celebrations starting from 2000 all the way there. (laughs) You know, I'm going to push myself away from the board table. It's like (laughs) celebrations started from 2000 all the way to... (laughs) Oh, wow. A library. A, library. <laughs> a, a prince bought of celebrations. A lot of that is for archive prosperity. So for, yeah. for the, for the state and as far as people being overseas or whatever, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's a red herring. I don't know if that's an excuse. 
I'm just being a bit of a dick right now, but Richard, um, <laughs> Queen Richard, change the rating fell, of this video. The girl who fell to her knees, her name was Natalie, and she's from Australia. Okay, mm. so yeah, and, and she couldn't thank us. It was me and Claire and uh, one of the other young ladies from Atlanta who kind of just helped held her and just kept her. And she's mm. like, "Thank you, thank you." I said, "This is what we do." I said, you don't have to thank us. This is what we do. We are Purple Fam. We're here for you. And she was just adorable. You know what I mean? Just fantastic. There was people seven years ago saying $300 for a week. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but see, but see the, the point of that is that all goes back to something that we mentioned earlier. Their marketing is not strong enough because people will spend money if you show them why it's valuable. If, yeah. if someone doesn't come to a show, that's because they don't see the value. And if they don't see the value, you can only blame the marketing team. Mm -hmm. That's it. You, you yeah. can't blame anyone else. If, if I don't see the value to going, yeah. I'm not going to spend $400. But this, this fan base of people who've mm -hmm. been there and who know it's good, a lot of people came to that show just because of shows that we did talking about the celebration. Mm -hmm. That Excitement. turned people and made people go, I wasn't going, but now that I've seen this. So if we can affect that many people, <laughs> that's, that's it. There it is. There it is. There it is. But yeah, if we can affect that many people, when he was with us, then their marketing can do. It. Yes. Yeah. When he was performing every night, yeah. two, two dollar bottle of water. How dare he? <laughs> Yeah, for for those that missed it, it was like two hundred fifty dollars for the week when Prince was with us and he was performing every night, and they had act with like Nora Jones and you know all these Najee. people that oh, Najee Najee, and Alicia it was just like Keys, yeah, yeah. Erica, yeah, crazy. Uh, Erica, oh, Erica Badu, shoving money in that swear jar. Group. Okay, <laughs> there'll always be that group that will complain about the price. So, absolutely, right. exactly. Exactly. Oh, okay. there's nothing you can do about that. It's like right. you know what? Remember the what was that? The seventeen hundred dollars last time? Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> How dare? And yeah, you, play that. you paid for that? It's okay. a it's a it's the same time every year. Now that it's in June, we know that they've added a couple of months. So you know, save your money. Save your money. It's yeah, not that hard. Save your money. I, I think also they have a Prince account. A, a, a exactly. Fan, a fan commercial mm. talking about the previous commercial uh, celebration. Like yeah, exactly. you gotta come. Yeah, there you go. Sound bites. Sound bites. Highlights. Sound bites. All of that. With yeah. us on oh, here, we're talking yeah. about yeah, how exciting it is. Yeah, sure. You missed it. Exactly. Don't miss it next time. Yeah, don't yeah. miss it next time. Yeah, it I just, mean, and then when you look at the price, right, and you look at what you're getting and you're looking easy. at it over a per day sort yeah. of breakdown, yep. and you look at all the staff, number one, that mm -hmm. has to be there to support all of us coming in, yep. right? And you got to look at the talent. And you got to look at all these different things. It's not that much money. Right. Exactly. It really is. Yeah, and they and like I said, they feed you, and the, the food was good. It's for okay. people who are panic. You know, they gave us breakfast booth. and lunch. So we had a video booth. <laughs> um, yeah, I I, 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 see all of it. And just so you guys know, not everybody here, but anybody who's listening, they will be doing it again next year in June. <laughs> 
so get ready. Go ahead. Yeah, start, start your Prince now. account now. Exactly. <laughs> Even if you just put aside two dollars a day, <laughs> you're gonna be all right by the time just it comes around. Two dollars a day. We should have that commercial. Oh, oh, that's like, two dollars a day. Just two dollars. We'll now put sad puppies. Yours. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that we'll, is we'll get Sarah McLaughlin to play play something in the background. <laughs> put some sad puppies on for just two dollars a day. Just two dollars, yeah. you can party your ass off. All you gotta do, honestly, if you're in, uh, even if, if you're not a money person, <laughs> figure out about how much it would cost you to go, and then divide that by how many days? Three hundred sixty whatever days Months, it, yeah. it is. Right. And then that's how much, that's all you got to do. It's not that hard. You don't even have to guess. Those are hard figures. Do that. You know, that's called a budget and forecasting. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> Richard said so. <laughs> and, and, and more exclusive stuff for people who do actually physically attend. Like that. Clear oh, vinyl. Yes. Yes, right. my... yes ma'am. Yeah. What? I know, right? I mean, and, and, and I, I, I back. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And, and I said this to, to Jeff Page, and I was just like, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna save this for after, but I was like, this should have only gone to the VIPs to kind of build more value into what they were doing. <laughs> oh but, but I'm gonna keep quiet until you I get mine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's mean. Yeah. That's mean. When he said I was, it, I was GA, like, I was like, yeah, I agree. I'm going to keep this quiet, but they should have only done this for VIP folk. Yeah, knowing our luck, they'll be like, uh, yeah, good point. Give me yours back. <laughs> no, it's mine now. It's got a yeah, number and now. everything. <laughs> we fight. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. Uh, it's, yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, some, I saw somebody on Paisley Five and Dime sell theirs for $250. Sure. I can imagine. Listen, it's it's worth about whoever wants to pay the amount for. It. Exactly, absolutely. I collecting like that, it's worth whatever somebody wants to pay. <laughs> they want to pay a million dollars for it. Yep. Go ahead. Absolutely. Roseanne says you played it as soon as you got. I, 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 you can see mine still in the wrapper. I'm mine not opening this thing. I know what. I, I know what the audio sounds like. I'm just gonna keep it in here. I'm just gonna just. I'm playing it in here. I think oh. we have we have the bootleg to this, don't we? <laughs> I wouldn't use that word so Oh my gosh. Yeah. So so, so, so yeah. a version of it. Can you just say a version? Yeah, so we so we got some uh some people who uh wanted to send their love tonight that uh Tony M sends his love. He was gonna be here tonight. He had a work emergency, so he could not make it. Uh, also sending their love tonight. Uh, she was going to try to try to dr uh, drop in, but she had a session this evening. Um, she still could drop in before we stop, but Shelby J also sends her love to everybody here too. Um, thank you, Shelby for always tuning in and always responding to all our posts on Facebook, which is always nice. Always. Big time, man. You fucking here, man. Yeah. I'm no, I'm no priest. I'm no Prince 365, but I'm getting please, there. Please, please. I'm nobody. I'm nobody. No, that's not. That's not true. We don't have a pajama jam. Hey, uh, hey, not, you can. Not, not yet, though. You can. See? But when we grow up, we want to be. No. no yes. No. Our, our pajama jams would be lingerie and chaps. That's what it. <laughs> yeah. Just Should, to see how that goes. And Prince and, and, is the kid. Okay. Mr. Christopher is the king of chaps right now, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, 
Shelby J has a concert coming up in July in North Carolina. Go to support. It's actually not too far of a drive. We may actually um, love to kind of go out. She's got a bunch of guest people that are going to be dropping in on that show, too. So, yeah. So if you're anywhere near that. Uh, Happy related to um, Rosie Gaines' birthday a couple days ago. Oh, man, I missed it. Oh, was that was uh, Sunday? Yeah. Rosie Gaines, Andre Simone. Yep. I absolutely, positively, I... That was one person that I absolutely missed on the Prince Live yes. of the Big Screen. But yeah. Yeah. I, I also know that what she was doing uh, back in the day, in the 90s when that was shot, was took a lot out of her uh, physically because she's such a powerhouse. And when she sings and she performs, she always brings it. Mm-hmm. And I know that everything that she's been through um, health-wise, you know, I... I, I it, I don't know Rosie personally, but I can. You can tell from her work ethic and the things that you've read and seen of her that she is not going to get beyond the mic unless she knows that she's going to actually positively be able to bring it. But I, I, I don't know. I'm, I, we're she's always in our prayers, and I would yeah. love to see her perform again because she was a monster. Oh my gosh! Wow. Just, oh my I would love to see uh, her daughter Latoya there. I is she is. She, she also a singer, obviously like her. Oh, the toy yeah. Yeah. I haven't, is. I haven't heard her. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Toy is hey, y'all, question: Why, why haven't we talked about Maserati? Why? <laughs> <laughs> you start, Richard. You go right ahead, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the bad boys. I, I, <laughs> with the Z. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love Bang Bang. I don't know. Come on, Audrey. I do. <laughs> bang Bang. Oh, oh, we're not. Oh, okay. What? Well, uh, I, I thought it was a. I mean, yeah. you're right. Jeff? Never mind. <laughs> I love Maserati. I, 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 I do. I, I love, I love Maserati too. I, I think that this, you know, the. Uh, Mark's a good friend of mine, so I I can't be wrong. I said said nothing. The the truth is, is uh, um, audio, sound wise, they were they were it was it was a good show. It it was it was a good show. It's a really good show. Um, There were a few too many elements that was taking away from the quality of the show. Mm. Can I say that? Because it was not that it was a horrible show. Uh, There were just some elements that kept tugging. It's kind of like when you're watching a film and something happens that makes you remember that that's not real and it just takes you out of of that place and you go, oh, yeah, uh, I don't believe that. Yeah. There was they were a little bit of that. By that stage. They were swallowed up by that stage. They should yes. have been positioned differently or something. That might right. have helped them. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I, it made them try. Like, yeah, there was just a lot more that didn't have to happen. <laughs> Stop, Rodney. Here's what I want to hear from the musicians. I want to hear from the musicians. Well, here's here's the thing. What I, what I could tell you is that I think. I, I I see what he was trying to do as far as like the video portion of it, but some of that stuff was so repetitive. It was like there was so many video loops that were playing, like like the 
uh, what was the light skinned girl with that was fluffing up her hair. We saw that scene like twenty times during one yeah. song. Yeah. Um, some of the iMovie transitions and um, on some of the stuff, you know, some of the video things just could have been could have been done a little bit better. I, I think knowing what you're up against as far as what you have to perform in front of as far as all the work that went into like Prince live on the big screen and, and knowing what they were going to be up against. I, if you're going to be creating something that's going to be a really standout visual component of your show, it's I, there just needed to be a lot more, you know, production and, and some good quality professional work. It looked, uh, I think the video part of it was just a little bit amateur. It was a smart um, thing to do as well. It was I mean, very smart to do. It was, it was definitely the right move, but because you need to have some visuals, especially yeah. if there's yeah. if 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 nobody's going to be moving on the stage. Yeah, guy was something to watch until yeah. Tony came out, of course. <laughs> and then once Tony came out, Tony the whole show the whole show changed. <laughs> once Tony Christian came out, the whole show changed. Yeah, completely. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, Funny, but yeah, I, I you know I, I thought. Musically, they did a, they did a great job. I, I thought it was I thought it was good for the amount of work that they they, they put into it. Um, but yeah, it's you got to prep for a show like that. You got to yep. prep. Yep. Rodney was yes. he he basically threw a grenade in the room and then walked out. Is what I just saw <laughs> Rodney do because he hasn't said jack shit yet. <laughs> he pulled a pin and said, "Excuse me." Oh wait, I I, <laughs> I think my phone's ringing. I'll be back. I'll be back. Y'all just y'all just keep on doing your thing. All right, Ronnie, you can't get out of this now. You... I want to hear from the two musicians. You guys are musicians, right? I want to get your your spin on it. I actually did not hear the entire show. Oh, sure you didn't. Oh, too bad. Okay. Oh, oh, oh that's out. right. You were dozing off. In that's between. right. <laughs> <laughs> here here, here no, was no, Rodney no. majority of the show. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If that I was, had my phone, I'd have captured you. That was many that was times. A panel. That was a panel. That was panels. That's true. That was panels. Okay, it's panels. And, and they were just nods. <laughs> they were just no, nods. They were strings. <laughs> but um, I had to work on my event. That was at the same time. So I had to leave. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, you did. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. For for what you saw, what was your feedback? I thought the intro was great. Hmm. That's all the I intro thought. is that what you said? Yeah. Wow. The just out, the intro. <laughs> we came out. They had the group the fans. They rest the stage. That's all I saw. So that's all I well, we were all excited for them. Think yeah, about it. Absolutely. I mean, we didn't have any ill will. We're like, it's so excited for them. We wanted them to do well, but right. things kind of sort of fell apart. I mean, they just did. I, I think that the set list didn't didn't was was maybe a little bit. How long was the the set? It's about an hour and fifteen. Maybe. Oh, was it that long? It yeah. Well, there was a lot of stuff <laughs> in there. <laughs> <laughs> there. Yeah, it was that long. <laughs> It was a lot of stuff in there, Marilyn. When you at the oh, when you at the Maserati show in Atlanta, yes, the one in Atlanta, which was the video shoot. That was actually a, that was, I I kind of felt like the energy that was there, and this is a very very limited audience. I, I was there. Matter of fact, if you're on the if you go on the Facebook page for Funkatopia, it's like one of the videos that keeps popping up at the top of the video list. I, I don't 
it's but I interviewed Brown Mark right after the that performance, but they did I don't know if they were just energized because of the fact that they haven't performed in a really long time as you know, Maserati. Or, it was a totally different energy. And I was just like, oh, man, if, if it's going to be anything like that, yep. uh, it's going to be a really, really great show. And it was just the way that they constructed stuff and the, the the set list and everything was just it was a totally different vibe. And then with here, it just kind of felt like there was something else going on, like there was something internal going on. It's kind of what I felt like. Yeah, um, but so. again, musically, I've got nothing. I can't say anything about Mark. Um a lot of I heard a lot of people giving feedback about his original stuff. I I actually like Brown Mark's original stuff. I, I think yeah, even the two too. songs that he played were kind of cool. Yeah, yeah kind of. Okay. He's an excellent musician, and yeah. I just you know, I I, I know that he's going to be able to pull some of these pieces together, <laughs> and and it's going to be it's going to be a monster. It's going to be great. I um, hope so. I think but, so too. Well, yeah, we're pulling for him because we all love Maserati. I mean, yeah. that's, yeah. that's just the bottom line. Or Brown Mark Nation. And Brown or, Mark, for sure. Or Bad Boys of Paisley, however. Bad yeah, what did you say? I mean, Audrey, did you, did you say anything? No, no, I think okay. not. Okay. Just Any just... particular reason why, Audrey? <laughs> Would you like to? <laughs> I, I don't have anything to add. <laughs> the, the do, do you, do you ag- agree, disagree? <laughs> the senator from Maryland abstains from that question. <laughs> <laughs> Are you down editing the congressional hearing uh, <laughs> stuff? Yes, Rodney, you are. I'm okay. looking at my other stuff here. That was that was. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah. That was uh, that was a mess today. Oh, yeah, yeah that was that was fire today. For those who missed it today, I don't want to talk about it, but uh, not over yet. Wow, today was crazy. Okay. Um. Anyways, yeah. So, um. So to kind of encapsulate everything we got to talk about as far as celebration, you know, we're not going to keep you guys all night. But, um, you know, the first thing is obviously the marketing of it. But you have to have to be careful with the marketing because even with their lack of marketing, they're still able to sell out the VIP stuff. They're still able to get very, very close to selling out with general admissions. So if they do too much marketing, it's going to sell out really, really quick. And so I, I don't know the efficacy of that or or not um but widening up the the people who are playing the bands that are playing the panelists that are playing in order to attract other people into you know i know lots of people that that really love prince but have never seen him in concert have never um don't know really much outside of purple rain but if they were kind of drawn in to what is paisley park and the experience that is paisley park from some other act like maybe uh, a Foo Fighters type of thing. And, you know, I know you were talking about, oh, well, they should play Prince stuff. But, you know, for those who've ever been to like the Jelly Bean Johnson experience types of things, the the nothing compares to P scenario where you've got bands like, you know, uh, like like Law and Planet 12 movement and and those guys, they kind of come out and they do a few songs of theirs, but then the rest of covers of Prince stuff. Yeah their own versions their own spins on things and that makes it really really enjoyable it's just it's yeah. you get to hear a little bit of what they do and what a little yeah bit of, you're right and, about and that I mean, we, we're not gonna there's fight gotta be ways there's gotta be ways that they can 
Yeah, there's got to be ways that they can bring in bands that are going to uh, attract new audiences right. that are in more current generations than we are to kind of make sure that that legacy is going to is going to be continued on after we're we're gone. Right. Um, I agree. I, I, I just think that there's opportunity for that. More panelists that are along that also have stories, you know, like like the quest loves and like the dave grohl's and like the you know we've been talking there's so many people that have hundreds of stories but there um, there's even though let's not forget there's still more people to hear from that so many worked right. with him directly that we have not heard from yeah and like it true. would be a great opportunity to actually hear from someone from primary wave at celebration that would be you, great what's coming or they want to just talk to us and and do a back and forth that would you be a fantastic idea. So. I completely 100% agree with that. I think that's a fantastic idea. Somebody has they get I know you know they've got spokespeople because they're all over these these PR pieces. They, there's got to be somebody who's going to stand in front of the the Prince crowd once this happens and just says and just say thank you guys, you know, we'd like your input. We'd like, you know, Here's what we got coming for you. Here's some of the things you can expect. Here's kind of this. Just give us something. Tell us what's going on. There's too much, too many things in the unknown. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, you know, the whole point of this really with the family taking over, um, you know, what does that mean too? It would be good to have some type of representative that will stand in front of us from them and say, hey, here, here's kind of what's coming or we don't know what we're doing or whatever. <laughs> just tell us something, be honest, you know, let us know what's going, what's, what's happening. Just, yeah. Kind of allowing us to feel like there's more transparency, even if, even if they're just putting someone out there to speak, that would be, it would be good. And they don't have to, of course, tell us everything, but you're right. That sort of representation just, you know, feels better. It's really <laughs> strange. Well, I, did, I did have Charles Spicer on my clubhouse about an hour and a half so wow. and he talked about from their standpoint of what they want to bring forth their ideas their 180 turn what prince would like what they thought and they're not trying to recreate the wheel but just please the fans right. and that's that's their goal and they want to try to jump in day one to do that not give it a little lull so like i said just sit back and judge accordingly. Um, I also would like to, um, would you guys like to see a later celebration? What does that mean? 9.30, like 11 o'clock? What time? Oh, yeah, I don't want to feel like I'm going to work. Yeah. I mean, don't yeah. start at 9 or 10 or whatever. <laughs> right. And allow, right. allow yeah. you to go and come as you please. And then maybe yes. wrap it up at like 2 or 3 mm -hmm. o'clock. Mm -hmm. Work yeah. it out with the city to allow us to park over there at the at St. Anne Park if we want to, uh, and, and not and, and not be a victim anyway. of the shuttle. You can park yeah. there if you want to. I park there anyway. I park yeah, there every day. And it was okay well, during the day. We talked about this. It, it was okay night. during the day, but it's night. You're kind of like, eh, I mean, it's not I had to pay somebody and charge y'all two dollars a park. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a way to do things. I mean, exactly. 
Yeah. So, well, let's do a round table, kind of give uh, uh, final thoughts on our celebration, our message to the family, maybe to primary wave or whoever, um, and just kind of do a little, uh, some closing thoughts. I'll start to kind of give you an idea of how this should be structured, I guess. I don't even know how I'm going to structure what's coming out of my mouth right now, but Jet Magazine, uh, <laughs> Jet Magazine and uh, Soul Train. <laughs> uh, for, for the folks at uh, Estate, primary wave however we want to look at this uh and also for the family we obviously have a lot of expectations as prince fans we you know um we're, we're behind you we'll support you whenever you release something even if we don't really want it <laughs> that's what seems to be happening right now uh but just know that we have a lot of suggestions and a lot of expectations and we would love to make sure that we um you know just know just just give us give us a little bit of a of a say so in some of the things or just input on some of the things that are coming down the pike because we have a lot of suggestions and let me tell you it doesn't take a, a long facebook search or a long google search to find a wealth of opinions on there about the directions that you know we feel like we should go and suggestions and recommendations we got plenty of them uh we would love to be a part of that decision process and uh but we will always support you we always got your back we are only here for one purpose only and that really is to is to make sure that the legacy of of prince is is maintained that's that's all that we want is to make sure that his music continues to reach generations even after long after we're gone so we got your back is basically what i'm saying um jeff page yeah. Um, and to, to add to that, not only do we have your back with whatever it is you're trying to do moving forward, but we're also a safe haven for you to come and be a sound, you know, we can be a sounding board, come here and talk to people. And if you, if you need a place to share, this is the place to do it. Uh, even if it's ideas and looking for ideas this is there's no better place to do that to grow and to understand where to go next than pounding the pavement than actually being there and so i think utilizing these that us our, our groups you know 365 funkatopia live anywhere this is the place to do it come to the shows speak to the people from here and i think they'll get more honest whatever's you know they need yeah, and if you uh, and I'm also giving guys a little bit of plug as we kind of go around. Uh, Jeff Page, you, he's a fantastic musician. You want to check out any of his stuff? JeffPageMusic.com uh, for sure, and you can check out all of his stuff there. Marilyn Celeste McNair. Yeah. What's your closing thoughts? Well, I said so much. But yeah, you did, and, and I'm going to edit the shit out of this video just so we're clear. <laughs> Anyway, I, I agree with everything uh, that you've said, um, Chris and, and Jeff. Yeah, um, I I'm just gonna have faith. I mean, I live in faith and hope, and um, I think they understand or or are starting to understand what Prince's fandom is like, very much unlike anything else, and um, that they need us and we need them and we're interdependent and um, 
yeah, and hopefully they'll go in and assess and not just start throwing people out of the, you know, just assess and see what works, what can be improved upon and things of that nature. And as far as, um, so that's all I have to say about that. As far as parking, you guys already know this, park at Lake Ann Park. As long as you don't stay overnight, you're good to park there. Don't give them an opportunity to charge you no $2. Park there, it's a park, it's a municipal, it's a municipal park, park for free. Just don't stay there overnight, you're good. Okay. <laughs> it's Tan Hassan. Nobody's gonna bother you when you walk around in the dark. It's pitch black. You got a phone, do that flashlight thing. You'll be fine. And Marilyn is a phenomenal author. Be sure to pick up her book. We took the long way home. You can actually yes. pick it up on Amazon and a variety of other places as well. Yes. Mr. Rodney Fitzgerald, what's your closing oh, thoughts? I'd be her? remiss. Ladies first. I can't okay. Audrey Johnson. <laughs> I can't relax. Uh, um, I kind of agree with everything that, you know, everybody has already said. I think the most important thing is just to create that sense of community amongst all of us, amongst other people that you want to bring into the fold that you want to have at Paisley, um, other artists that are doing interesting things that don't alienate them, partner with them, license the stuff you know, continue to build the community in a lot of different ways in a lot of different areas. But, you know, we're all here to build a legacy. And that's the most important thing. Exactly. Yeah. Make sure you join Audrey's group, Purple Genealogy. What else would you like me to, to promote with you? On the couch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's got a podcast. She's got a lot of really cool guests. And she's going to be fire. She's like, <laughs> how many episodes are you in right now? Like uh, four. Five, yeah, I thought it was like four, four, four or five. Yeah, right? it's, yeah it's awesome. been, it's great. It's 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 going to continue to to roll. And uh, I, I, I want to. And also, and, and Audrey, I also wanted to say too, uh, before we move on to Rodney here, that I also want to thank you for being such a an avid supporter of Funkatopia. And um, you know, you've been just. You know where my heart is. I mean, Dude. you've just always been good fam. You got me through the grief. I will always be here. Oh, well, I appreciate it, Derek. I, you, you always give nothing but love to Funkatopia, and uh, I love you, Derek. You got my heart, Audrey, for sure. Just don't tell my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Rodney Fitzgerald, you want to close it up? And now for the misfit. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I always preach on Sunday at Clubhouse. Well, one thing we have is fellowship. Mm -hmm. amongst this family. We're very big, but we're very small. And we all have to have each other's back. Being a fan and a patron and a supporter, the Prince for almost 41 years, that's a long time. But we need to reach back now and get the young people. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm proud to see these uh, fan reactions on YouTube where they're like so amazed at his work. We need to have commercials with them that will boost things uh, as far as saying, yo, I never heard his music before. But just continue to support, um, realize where we are, make this thing a community, and let the, the estate, the family know, uh, Family Legacy LLC is their business name. Let them know what they need. I mean, we support To The Hill, and we criticize To The Hill. So they need to know as such.
So I, like I said, what you're doing here, what others are doing, just keep doing it. They'll listen or they, they won't make money. It's just that simple. So that's all I have. Well, I cannot thank all of you. And yeah, thank you. This is a steam panel of uh, people who just know a bunch of things. And Stuff. yeah, it's like it, it's it's like so many people have little tidbits of information and knowledge in these in these little craters. And, and anytime that I have questions about any type of minutia, I, these are like, it's either Rodney or Audrey that I'm going to to kind of get some of this stuff and, and Marilyn. It's just like, it's just, I'm so glad that you guys joined us tonight and we're able to kind of talk through some of this stuff with the celebration and, and hopefully, you know, the family will definitely watch this and, and kind of get some really, really good tidbits to work with. And of course, if they want to reach out and come on the show and, and kind of speak directly to the fans, we absolutely positively will... We'll accommodate that all day long. And I'm sure Rodney Fitzgerald's group, Prince 365, will also accommodate it on their clubhouse show. And as as you mentioned, you had Spicer on the show. I'm going to check that out, too. Um, Prince 365 is an amazing group. It's lots of fun. Lots of – and let me tell you something. Anytime the celebration happens – He's got a, he, he's got an external event that's happening almost every single that's, time. That's why I got whiskey right over there now. I'm get, get myself back together. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so so much for joining thank us you. tonight on this special episode, and we will see y'all next Tuesday, next Tuesday night, where we will have special guest Saint Paul Peterson will be joining us. Uh, here Tuesday night, we're going to be talking about uh, Jeff Page. I'm sorry, I didn't tell you this. <laughs> Our guest was next like, Tuesday. Communication like, oh, surprise. Perfect. All right, I'll take it. He, he, he just, we just, I just got the confirmation like a couple hours before the show. This just in. St. <laughs> Paul Peterson will be joining us next week uh, to talk about his brand new album, and of course, whatever questions that you guys have about After Lux, the family, whatever else that you want to want to bring, bring it. <laughs> we'll see y'all next Tuesday. We'll see you guys later. Thank you guys so so much for joining yeah, us, everyone. Thanks, guys. Love Good night. And uh, we always got to turn up the music so Thank we can. Thank you. See, oh, it's not even a jam song. Dang it. <laughs> it's a slow jam. Close it out with a slow jam. Audrey, quiet storm. It's quiet storm. Audrey, need your voice. Good night, everyone. We'll see y'all. See you Thank y'all. Bye. Bye. All right, everyone. We'll uh we'll we'll see all y'all later. It's uh Jeff, another fantastic show with fantastic Absolutely. guests. Again, next week, St. Paul week. Peterson. And uh what a fantastic show. I mean, for for something that fell apart <laughs> two and hours before. <laughs> it certainly fell back together really nicely, didn't it? <laughs> yes. And it, please make sure, yes, absolutely do purchase uh Marilyn's book. Uh, we took the long way home. You can actually get it on Amazon. On Amazon. I would post the link, but it's a really long link, so I didn't. <laughs> but it's, but yeah, yeah. You got to leave that up to if it's a Cassandra, somebody. I think it was somebody that would post like the super long link that would like take up half the screen. It was just like Facebook adds like all kinds of craziness on the end of things. It's just anyways. But yep, we took you guys. the long way home. We did absolutely. Uh, again, shout out to Damon Damon Dixon for joining us tonight. Thank you, Damon. Again, brother, we got your back whenever you need us. We're absolutely positively there for you. Just let us know whatever you can need. Absolutely. Uh, Tony M sends his love. We will reschedule uh, Tony M and Morris Hayes. We will reschedule to kind of 
talk about the future of MPG. We're going to move that show. Mm-hmm. Um, good thing we moved it tonight because I don't know that we would have time to talk about everything we I'm, talked about. I'm tonight. glad we did too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then uh, also Shelby J. Shout out to Shelby oh, J. Shelby. She was in a, in a session. She was going to stop in tonight. Uh, and I said, not hold you to it. But she had a session. She goes, if, if I can break away, I'm going to come in. Uh, but she's in a session. So just let her do, let her do her thing. Yep. Um, and then next week, St. Paul Peterson. Don't be anywhere. St. Paul Peterson from the family F Deluxe. And of course, St. Paul Peterson and LP with him and Eric Lee. It's got tons of stuff we're going to be talking about. And uh, we'll see you you next week. Jeff Page. Mr. Christopher. See you guys. We'll talk to you later. If you missed any of this episode, you can tune in on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and anywhere that you listen to uh, your podcast and whatnot. Like, subscribe, all that. Hello. Tell everybody. Share. Yes, absolutely. We'll see you guys later. Oh, and of course, we got to close with one thing. If you're on YouTube, please follow us, subscribe, like us, subscribe to us, follow us, everything else. If you're on Facebook, please uh, like us and follow us there as well. And we will see you guys later. Aaron, I didn't see you all night. Hell on. Two purple hearts to you too, dear. <laughs> all right. And uh, we'll see you guys later. Good night, everyone. Thank you so much. See ya. See ya. See ya later. Next week, for sure. <laughs>